Ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Houston, we have a problem. We copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. What you're seeing here is a mirage. Mirage. What's going on, everyone? It's Jaron from Jaronism back with yet another, you guessed it, live video for you today. It's Friday, September the 4th. That means it's time for a Jaronism Friday Lounge. And thank goodness I'm not alone. We've got a lot of panel members today. We've got a lot to talk about. I called it episode number 42, The Final Frontier. First of all, we're back on YouTube. Thank you, YouTube, for allowing me out of YouTube jail, for you know getting me off of detention. I really do appreciate it um, but again we're not going to be here for long this is a known thing we're going to talk about a lot of channels that are getting uh, beat up for doing nothing other than just uh, using their free speech pretty ridiculous and you know what's crazy well I guess I'll talk to you about it when I introduce everybody first we've got uh, Karen B Karen B with currently with a strike on her record Karen B how dare you <laughs> I know I'm I'm so naughty what can I say you're just causing so much hate in the world and and you know impersonation and everything else that you're getting in trouble for stupid ridiculous <laughs> well welcome to the show thank you for being here so yeah and we'll get into all these problems in a second we've also got uh rodrigo ferrari nunez the doctor uh rodrigo welcome to the show hello we also thank have you for having me. you're welcome bob from globusters bob thanks for joining what's a happening everybody we are Officially South Carolinians now. Uh, we moved into the house yesterday, uh, officially, and uh, we're in it. And our first visitor was none other than Karen B. She just kind of came up and knocked at the door, and uh, we're just, uh, I don't know, we're thrilled to be here. Everything's working out really great for us, so uh, life's on an upturn. <laughs> wow, nice. Very exciting. Um, let's see here. We also have uh, Austin Witsit from Witsit Gets It. Austin, welcome. How's it going? What's going on? Uh, everything is going okay, I guess. There's some issues going on. I was trying to find. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, let me see if I can bring this up. Don't lie, Jenna. Everything is completely. It's effed, right? Yes. And we also have Iru Landucci. Iru. Hello, everyone. Yeah. I'm... Let's get into it, Iru. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna try and bring something up here. Maybe I will. Oh, nobody can see the screen. Iru, let's get into it. Tell us what happened. Yes, no, that's my voice, my, my tone of voice maybe, uh, you know, ex express a little bit of my uh, upset because finally YouTube get what they want and they shoot me down. They, they delete my main channel in Spanish uh, completely with a third strike accusing me that I talk bad about the WHO uh, institution. So I was waiting for... Uh, 23rd of September uh, I stopped talking about the yellow liquid you know uh, we are here in the live right we are not uh, on YouTube we are on so YouTube we can talk a little more freely but I'm stopped doing that and I didn't know that for reading an article uh, on uh, you know regular I, I cannot remember exactly if it was uh, CNN or whatever I read an article about the some tactics of the WHO and they accused me uh, that uh, I um, well the, the, that the thing that you cannot talk bad about that institution so they give me the third strike and 
they shoot me down my main channel without the possibility to recovery. So that's it. That's the bad news. The good news is that finally I um, I'm start uploading in my English channel NPT for all the series that I made in the Spanish about flat Earth and I finished to subtitle all the chapter that are 10 chapter. Yeah. I contract a guy who helped me to do that. So uh, today I uploaded the first chapter. I'm gonna try to upload um, between two days uh, one of the chapters until the number 10 so that's the happy part the bad part is that i lose my main channel my spanish main channel and I use that for for living like uh, a lot of you know so thank you so much for the rest of the people that support me on patreon and help God, me to survive that is that is so sad i can't believe I me mean, life is so good for us and you know we got the complete opposite of the spectrum right now for you <laughs> thank and you it's both. Just like thank unbelievable you. Yeah, well, you know what? You know, We're gonna have know. to send you some Patreon money, so no, that'll at least help. Okay. We do, we do you have know. a picture. We do have a picture of Bob's house. I want to get this up for everyone to see. So there's Bob's house. They're doing well. Wow, They're... Bob, that that's a super great house. <laughs> so doing well over there. No, I'm just kidding. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Bob's house. The, not... But there's a river know, rolling things, behind it. No, I'm just kidding. I I think that things like this happen for for a good reason. Sometimes there there must be something else up for for Edu, you know because there's so many people that, that have supported your work in so many years and you know wherever you go it's it's a way from youtube is the way that people are trying to to do this but you know it it is a it is a hit right now but i'm sure that yes you rise yeah. to the occasion you know no, completely agree. I mean, I am not going to, you know, l lose my 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 energy of uh, doing what I do. I'm gonna keep doing. I was I, I in the last three months I received like three uh, two strikes of the uh, community guidelines and one strike for copyright, and I survived all those. I'm you know start doing different tactics. I'm stop talking about some subject. Uh, that maybe I know that YouTube is going to penalty uh, uh, penalty my, my channel, but this time because I was just reading reading an article uh, that it was even against the WHO. It's just you know like an Explain opinion, describe yeah. something, right? so, describe it some. Ibra, exactly. So. Let me ask you something, and maybe people don't get this or don't understand this, and I want maybe I'm wrong about it too. But so people who don't know, Iru made a little bit of money on YouTube. Not a lot, not as much as it takes to live for a month, but enough to where it made him, you know, worthwhile to work and to do videos and to do live streams. It's the same thing for me, right? But what people might not realize is that if they were to assist people with on Patreon, and granted, Iru doesn't post on Patreon really. I don't really post on Patreon. The reason for that is because it just gives them another reason or another perch to knock us off of. But, Iru, isn't it true that, I mean, if more people supported you on Patreon, it would be the equivalent of what you were getting from YouTube. And basically, you could always just start new channels and talk about basically whatever you wanted. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, in fact, I I upload things uh, on on Patreon, but then I stop. Then I stop because when you mentioned that, I stopped doing that because for me it was like a, a warning sign. Right. I, I, mm -hmm. I start, you know, thinking, well, if I lose also the 
the Patreon uh, well, are going to be completely out of the grid in terms of doing what I do. Right. So I stopped posting that, but you, you're right. I mean, YouTube keeps the 30% of all incomes that you right. receive. Terrible. Terrible. You'll be getting much more. Yeah, the, the idea is to go to your own website. You know, that's that's what you should do. You already have that, don't you? Yeah, you have no, I, I have my own website. But the thing is that when you use a platform, for example, in my case, like Patreon, you are uh, giving to the user a secure uh, transfer way to support you, you know, without any yeah. type of... Uh, uh, nothing that I need to program myself or maybe right. contract another service, you know. That, that Patreon, can be set up for free on your website too. Uh, okay, well, I, I didn't know th about that. I don't have the time to research about that. So for me, Patreon was a really nice platform. And yeah. and also, I, I really like uh, when people support me on Patreon. That is the first thing that I do uh, every day. I enter into the Patreon and check the message inbox because that is what I do. Uh, I contact people and I try to be in touch with people uh, direct in Patreon. In my email, a lot of emails enter directly to my regular email inbox. So that is a very right. difficult for me to, uh, you know, track. read, and, yeah, thing. track and trying to answer. But with Patreon, I answer all the time. I give advice, I send books, I send, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, I even send software, you know, that people sometimes ask me for, hey, what, what program you use to do this or that? Uh, so I use this, like, uh, I try to give back a little bit of the same thing that the people give to me in terms, it doesn't matter if it's one dollar or whatever. And Patreon for me is a good uh, platform. But I, I uh, you know, beside the, 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 the support, the thing that it's incredible how YouTube started attacking uh, all those uh, people that are trying to, you know, give an opinion from the, you know, when the pandemic starts. Right. They, yeah. it's elite, it's elite. You know, you know, Adiru, I think, you know, I think ultimately, yeah, YouTube is going to force us off of here. But, you know, as Owen Benjamin has demonstrated quite well, um, we can do every bit as good, if not better, and probably even have a better audience overall um, when we take things to DLive and other platforms, because YouTube is just blowing it for themselves. And, and they don't care because they have one agenda in mind, and it certainly isn't about truth, and it never was. So, you know, screw YouTube, and, you know, we just need to support each other. Speaking of that, check your PayPal. I put something in there to hopefully make you feel a little bit better. But, you know, we're with you, buddy. We're with you 100%. Oh, thank you, thank you for... so much. It's, it's, uh, let me just clarify that it's not the, 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 the money itself. It's the fact that I want to work freely. You know, I'm start feeling right. that like the same way that people that maybe want to work, but the pandemic thing can, you know, stop them to open their business. And when you receive this type of things, I, I don't want to ask for money for anyone. I, I just want to do my what I do. And if the people want to support me, perfect. But, you know, going out there crying for YouTube, take me away my my way of living. That is like a, something that uh, you know push you uh punch you in in the face you know like something that i, I cannot describe in english but it is something that but you don't want that that's what you no, said. I, exactly so but thank you so yeah. much bob i i am looking into the uh, paypal you, you guys support me from the beginning a lot of people that follow jade and also and globuster support me you know a lot uh, so i i'm i don't have any more words than than thank you but 
Uh, well, Patreon.com, you know, wanna... everyone. Patreon.com slash Noor Paratotos. Uh, and like he said, since I'm, if you're looking at the screen, since I'm a patron of Eros, you can see when you just go to his page, Patreon.com slash Noor Paratotos, right here is a message button. So you can click that and you get in contact with us. It's the same for me, same for Bob, uh, anybody who's got a patron, Karen B, uh, Anthropology for um, Rodrigo, Wits It Gets It. So it is a great way to support us if you are interested in doing that. So that is Eru's. And then in a little bit, Eru, can we can we watch your video in a little bit? And then I want people to subscribe to obviously your English channel because your English channel has um, only, I think here, let me check, uh, 788 subscribers. So maybe by the end of this show, I don't know how many people are watching now, but maybe we can get you over the thousand which is at least a start because you can start live streaming from there um but yeah it's a hit and i know it's coming for me i don't know if it's going to be you know in, in a few months or if it's in a in a year or if it's in a week, few weeks or a few days i don't know i mean richie from boston just got taken down uh like i said brian staveley um has you know tons of strikes on all his channels uh, high impact R flicks. richie from boston is, is amazing uh, that they also take down that uh, channel yeah it's just i mean and it's you know dollar vigilante i was watching his channel this morning i mean he's shocked he's still up and the crow um the crow house was taken down right uh, max egan um so it, it's you know but basically and, and i don't know if you guys do you guys watch uh, it's like a purge kind of thing yeah it's like it's, a purge. yeah yeah and they don't do it all at once right they're going to do a little bit at a time and you know anybody who's talking against and i thought i had this up here now i can't find it um Oh yeah, do you guys watch uh, Awaken with JP? Yeah, he's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I love that guy. We, we should watch this part because I mean, Eero, this make you look, feel a little bit better that this is what's happening to everybody. <laughs> um, so let's watch this and uh, just because I think it's funny and it's it goes right in line with what's going on and, and how does he get away with talking about this stuff? Well, sometimes I think that he's maybe teaching us a little bit that we need to do some of these conversations or talks in a more comedic way. Um, because when you do comedy, for some reason, it seems like it's allowed. And, you know. What's to do with Alex, for instance? Is he getting struck and stuff? Oh, Conspiracy Castle? Yeah, he's already got, um, you know, two strikes, uh, I think, on the Conspiracy Castle main channel. And. God, am I the only one without a strike right now? You have zero? Uh, no, I, I have no strikes at all. Oh. Yeah. You I might have any. <laughs> all, my, all my lives now are, are unlisted. You cannot even. There's only four videos that you can actually go if you're a normal user of YouTube. You have to go through me to get to my work. No, it's just not there anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, no knock on wood, Jaren. I have no strikes. And and, and as I was telling when you were uh, uh, taking a break before we started the show, uh -huh. uh, I have been putting up the Globebuster show after we do them on DLive up on, I converted the Globebusters 24 seven channel to Globebusters DLive. And I put those up there even with the, uh, even with the copyrighted content that we got burned for before and not a peep out of them other than hmm. we keep getting the stupid copyright claim from, from Ray Parker Jr. For the globe, you know, Ghostbusters, which is something uh, other that, than that, which is a song <laughs> that we actually paid for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I guess it it's got some elements of it in it that they able to claim for some reason. Yeah, the melody, part of the melody that you yeah. know, probably that did it, did it, did it, you know, yeah. or something. Heaven forbid. Mm -hmm. As if we're taking away business from the main. I mean, that's what copyright is really for, right? Copyright means that you're taking basically business from the original. As if our song is taking business away from Ray Parker Jr. Get the hell out of here. 
<laughs> or whatever his name yeah, is. The, I can't. I the one they him. sent to me, they tagged ten seconds of a two hour and a half video. Oh man! And they say that they own all the copy can do whatever right. they want in that video, and yeah, I cannot monetize. If it. you put ten seconds of copyrighted material in your six hour live stream, they'll claim the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, right? they take take the whole thing. They take the whole thing. They're just bastards. Yeah, so let's watch a little bit of this. I mean, just because I mean, so many of us are dealing with this, and I think it puts YouTube on blast in a very comedic way, and YouTube needs to wake up, and maybe they're never going to wake up because this is their intent. And I think a lot of us agree with what he's got to say about Trump. I mean, he says flat out in this little thing. Oh, well, let's listen to it. Let's have a listen. What the heck? Videos. Oh, so it's called, What's It Like Getting Censored on YouTube? What the heck? Video's gone. This video was removed from YouTube. What? You're censoring me? Hi, uh, you just censored my video. Sure did. Why? You violated our community guidelines. I violated your community guidelines. Could you be more specific? You violated our community guidelines. Could you be a little more specific on what I did? You violated our community guidelines. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. Let me put it to you this way. You violated our community guidelines. My video wasn't hurting anyone. I don't understand why you would censor me. Oh, right. It says here you violated our community guidelines. <laughs> Who even writes your community guidelines? <laughs> Not our community, I can tell you that. Lately, you've been censoring doctors sharing their valid medical opinion. You've been banning their videos too. Why? Well, their medical expertise violates our community guidelines. But you guys aren't doctors. Yeah, we're not. Then why would you censor what doctors have to say? Because we control speech. You think you can control speech? No, 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 not at all. We do control speech. Why would you want to do that? Because we have community guidelines and it's important that the community, community only speaks what's in alignment with the community guidelines. Otherwise, we'll censor the community for the community's own good. It's like communism without the cold weather. But that infringes on freedom of speech. Oh no, not at all. Our community is free to say what we tell them they can say. But that's not freedom of speech. It is according to our community guidelines, but not according to the Constitution. We don't have to abide by the Constitution because we're a private enterprise. You're a monopoly. Thank you. There's gotta be a reason why you're doing all this. Censoring speech, <laughs> banning videos by doctors, talking about hydroxychloroquine, censoring anything about the coronavirus that doesn't perfectly align with the mainstream narrative. What's the reason? Oh, a reason? Yeah, absolutely. We don't want Trump reelected. What? Yeah, ever since COVID got politicized, we decided to ban anything that doesn't support the left's perspective. So you just decided to censor people? Well, they were violating our community guidelines. Got it. And those were written in a way that goes against Trump and supports the left. Exactly. You are currently not violating our community guidelines. Look, I'm not a fan of the guy and a lot of people don't like him, but why are you so intent on keeping him out of office. Here in Silicon Valley, we think Trump is all that's wrong in America. He is very un-American. But by taking away people's First Amendment right to freedom of speech and controlling what the population can and can't say, like you're running a communist dictatorship, kind of makes what you're doing to save people from Trump 
much worse than what Trump's doing. We choose not to see it that way. We are very American. You are very un-American. I think someone needs to save us from you. Our community guidelines that we've written for your protection will be all that you'll need. Take a copy. This just says community guidelines. Right. <laughs> That's what you have to follow. But what are the community guidelines? Whatever we want them to be in the moment. This way it just stays pretty open-ended. You have a dangerous level of power over people. If you can't learn to enjoy conforming to the community guidelines and all the freedoms they give you, <laughs> we'll be very happy to completely silence you by deplatforming you. I think what you're doing is a very bad idea. This video is... Oh, so that's good. I mean, at least he's doing... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not funny when you have a, a shutdown of your YouTube channel. But it's good. No, well, it's it, it is funny because it's it's really putting YouTube on blast for exactly what they have way too much power. The free speech is so instrumental. Well, at least, and I feel like um, I speak sometimes from a very U.S. centric kind of point of view. I, I always admit that. I mean, so for me, I mean, one of the instrumental things about being in the United States and being a citizen here is the freedom of speech. It's so instrumental mm -hmm. in everything that we do and. That's why anybody who can talk crap all they want about the Constitution or whatever, I mean, you look at it and you say, no, that is how it should be. I mean, there is no doubt. And why do people say, why do you like living in the U.S. so much? Why don't you move to another country? Well, I mean, if we were actually had those rights protected as they are guaranteed to us, uh, what a country it would be. And so it's a very utopian kind of idea, but it is the way it's supposed to be. So when you have companies like YouTube that are just shutting down, I mean, where it's funny is not, I guess I see what you're saying. It's not funny, but where he's so on is where he's talking about, he didn't do anything to hurt anybody. Iru Landucci has never hurt a soul. And yet YouTube is just uh, pushing people around, getting rid of channels, giving strikes to channels. And then they do it under this guise of community guidelines when they don't even tell you. I don't know if people don't realize that. They don't tell you what you've done wrong. I'll do a three hour. It's like a snowflake society, right? Yeah, I'll do it's a whole like three hour live stream. Anything that might offend and... somebody, that's good enough. And if to... people don't like it, they don't have to watch. Here's the thing: if you don't like Iru Landucci, don't watch him. It's that simple. I mean, that's how you police each other in a world where, believe me, if Iru is saying a bunch of nonsense, then guess what? Nobody would watch him. It's just what would happen. And you know what? Like, I'm I'm pretty sure because I heard and I haven't checked because I don't want to check, but I know that in on YouTube. There's like bestiality and other shit like that, and that's okay for even if it's for 18 and over or whatnot. Right. It's more but about that's what the... I heard from people in Brazil that you can easily find that kind of shit. Well, it, what's even pathetic, more pathetic, is you know you're not allowed to read numbers from the CDC, right? There's there's numbers out there, and again, this is I'm I'm putting my here's the thing. I told myself yesterday that I can't just go into every stream because here's the thing. It's been bothering me inside. Uh, so much and you're gonna look at this and be like well I can't believe you're doing that but it, you, we cannot be on this platform afraid to speak we just can't do it I mean it's just um, yeah. it, 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 you are absolutely cucking you're absolutely doing the one thing that we're speaking against it, it would be like me telling everybody not to wear a mask and then going out in public and wearing a mask all day long that is, I mean, who who wants to be a hypocrite like that? So I can't be talking about free speech and how important free speech is and then get on this platform and pussyfoot around. You just yeah. You yeah. can't do it. I mean, and again, will, will we eventually be taken down? Well, I'm trying to do it in a way that, like I said, I'm not telling people how they should treat the COVID, you know, how, how they should feel about COVID. I, but when we say things like now the CDC has, has said 
that only 6% of the 200 and something thousand deaths or, or whatever it is, only 6% died from actual COVID. The other ones had two to four comorbidities, which means that they had other reasons that they died. When you're not allowed to say that, people need to recognize there's a problem. Like Awaken with JP said there, they're, they're silencing doctors, people who yeah. went to medical school. And again, these guys, they have every right to get on YouTube and say what they feel about what's going on in the medical industry. They have every right to do that. But YouTube takes them down. So, I mean, people need to really recognize what's going on here. That is communism <laughs> or it's, it's it's criminal it's criminal, criminal. I mean, they're, like you're saying they're not doctors laws and what you grew up with youtube's not uh, yeah. doctors but they have a narrative that they have to stick to it's just like facebook it's just like twitter you have to stick to this narrative and then you're allowed to exist and if you go outside of that and again i, I always talk about there's one party and I, I know you know you don't want to get into this whole left versus right thing but to me it's so obvious that there's one direction that is about liberty and freedom and then there's another direction that's about the opposite of that it's a very scary thought to me the direction that we're going and i don't know how to get around it uh for me i'm hoping people come to d live thank you everybody here on d live because that's eventually gonna have to be it that's why i'm promoting patreon because if that is done if you support my channel if you support rodrigo's channel if you support globebusters karen b then there can be a way that we can get around this at least for now now in two years will they come up with something new or uh, get rid of us from another platform? Maybe. I mean, here's a article that I wanted to show. And this is what's going to start to happen. I'm just trying to show people what is going on. But this is... Let me bring this up here. What? What? Uh, Hold on a second. My name is Hatice Cengiz. I went to the wrong I... thing here. Uh, I think Google has it coming for them. You know what I'm saying? I think it's going to happen for them. I, that's you know I don't think it's hopium, but I think they're gonna get it. I hope so, but it's like he also said in that video. He says you're a monopoly. Right. Well, they are because there's no other streaming said, video platform that can compete on the level that YouTube does. That yeah. is open to cr creators like us. No, and and in fact, if they're gonna be someday another one, is gonna be from the same guys right. uh, because the infrastructure you need to do something like YouTube is beyond our comprehensive thing, you know, it's, it's, it's impossible if you are not part of the lead, you know, to do something like YouTube, yeah, at so least in the short sued. time. They're getting sued for the technology that they stole, which is a technology that brings, that's what I heard, at least I saw the guy who's suing them and everything in, the, in, in an interview. Uh, they stole technology that does all their video faster and all their delivery, everything is better about them they stole from somebody and they it actually said they took the technology and said oh just sue us and they started using it so apparently 90 percent of the technology they the, the the technology that they make 90 plus percent of the revenue with that's stolen supposedly the 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 lawsuit's worth a trillion dollars so i don't know if that that's it's it, even if that doesn't go that may take years but you know there's more than that coming for them. There's the, the other violation, which is what they did to Edo right now, which is when you, you create a service that's supposed to be open for everybody and you can get income from this and you're dependent on it, they kick you out for no reason. That's something that they, uh, I forget what it's called, uh, torturous interference is called in the American law. And they supposed yeah. to be, have been sued for this already. That was that movement, was it a year ago or whatnot? So, 
you know, I don't know. It cannot last for too long. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, it's it'll crazy. last until it'll last essentially until they give everybody the jab, which is really what they're they're going for. And of course, the consequences of that, I'll leave that to your imagination. But it ain't going to be good. So this is an article from Time from last week, or wait, August 20th. I guess it's two weeks ago at this point. Um, but this is what's happening now, right? So props to DLive. Let me give props to DLive, first of all, for not responding to this article. Uh, this article reached out. It says numerous times to DLive for comment, and DLive never returned there. And I hope they never do. And that would be so impressive because that's what really, you know, DLive, if you don't know what D stands for, it's decentralized meaning there should be nobody overseeing and knocking people down. And again, Bob and I have talked about this. Uh, you know, Jason Lingren and I have talked about this. There is a line that you have to draw when you have a platform, and that line needs to be um, anything inciting violence. right? So if there is a video on DLive, I, I, I have to make this point, because if somebody does get on DLive and says, we need to go burn down this building and we need to go injure this person, then I understand if the platform takes it down because they're not going to be responsible for something like that. But when you're talking about people giving conspiracy theories or, or having a conversation, talking like we do, uh, there's no reason. But this article basically says, you know, it's now it's going after DLive. Um, it tells a flat-out lie here. I couldn't believe it, but it says, you know, uh, the model can be, you know, people are basically going to DLive after being banned from mainstream sites for spreading hate speech and conspiracy theories. So basically they're saying that we're on YouTube, we're getting kicked off, and then we go to DLive, and DLive needs to be stopped now. Um, it talks about, uh, what's his name, Fuentes? I can't, Nick Fuentes? It says that he's earned more than $140,000 off his DLive streams. You can go look that up on stream... Uh, What's it called? Social Blade? It's not even close. He's has, he hasn't even made half that much. So, I mean, I don't know where they're getting that number from. They're just making it up. Um, yeah. But, again, I mean, it talks about everybody making money on DLive as a white nationalist, extremist, or conspiracy theorist. And it's going on now and saying that DLive needs to uh, be shut down, that DLive needs to be regulated. So, now, will that happen? Um We'll have to see. Uh, sometimes these places, like Ira just said, he just said if there's ever another platform where people can go, that they'll eventually be owned by the same people. So will people that already own YouTube and stuff come and come along and buy out DLive, and then is it just going to be another case of the same? I don't know. For you know, this one here it says the social media giants like YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook target hate speech and misinformation. Sites like DLive seem to be turning a blind eye. And then it, you know they always do this one. Former users and employees say. Yeah, who who are these former users and employees? Why is there former for users? Propaganda. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, they care more about having good numbers than weeding these people out. A former employee of DLive who has granted anonymity. I mean, these are the kind of articles that piss me off. Oh, yeah, there's a former employee of DLive who grant, was granted anonymity. Uh, come on, give me a break. Um, but it just goes on and on to attack DLive. And luckily, uh, DLive has, you know, didn't respond. Uh, the migration of far-right personalities to DLive illustrates how, despite mainstream platforms' recent crackdown, the incentives that govern this ecosystem are the examples? Are Do they give examples, or do they just speak in these kind of platitudes? Yeah, they might give a few examples, um, you know, but it's just the way they talk about it. You know, some of these, some had long prepared for a crackdown by setting up copycat accounts. Copycat accounts—they're not copycat accounts. They're we have a, our own account. So basically what this article is saying is that some have long prepared for a crackdown by setting up... I don't have a copycat account on DLive for Jaronism. It's my own account. It's not, you can't copycat yourself. It's I have an account on DLive. <laughs> it's allowed. You can go to DLive and make an account. That's what I did. It's not a... Oh, I have a copy... Like, I'm, like, I'm dangerous. Yourself, I'm a copycat account. <laughs> Look what I'm doing. Yourself. You know what, though, Jaron? 
if somebody has the actual Globebusters account on DLab, and you know, I've got Globebusters hyphen FE, right? But there is a Globebusters account, and I've reported this to DLab, and they're even using our logo, uh, my little icon thing, oh, really? all of that oh. stuff. Wow. And I have reported it to them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're all about you know getting rid of that." And of course, not a damn thing has ever been done about it. Right. Wow. It's just so, so sad because these YouTube guys YouTube doesn't do anything about it either. Though it's like it's so sad when you say, "Oh, you know, here's what you hear from other people." When we complain about YouTube, what do you always hear? People say, "Well, then go make your own platform. Then go make your own website if you have a problem with YouTube." <laughs> well, here's the thing: D Live does that. They go make their own platform, and then what do these articles do? They come out against D Live, right? <laughs> so it's yeah, like, okay. how dare you make your own platform? How dare you do something different than YouTube? How dare you try and do something different? Here's talking about. While Twitch takes 50% cut from live streamers earning and YouTube takes 45, platforms like DLive allow content creators to keep 90% of what they make. Uh, okay, yeah. it's a, what a problem, right? Um, Better deal by far. By the way, I've never shouted these guys out. Charles Wayne and Cole Chen, thank you very much for making DLive. We like the platform so far. It's going great. Um, says they were founded in 2017, who made no secret on their ambition to build a platform that rivaled Twitch. They described the site as a general interest streaming platform focused on everything from esports, lifestyle, crypto, and news. Uh, but two things set it apart from its competitors. It didn't take a cut of revenue generated by its streamers, and it issued an implicit promise. So notice implicit promise to be a less moderated, more pervasive space, which is exactly what a lot of people were looking for. So big ups for them. Um, of course, it says that they were, you know, they, they tried to reach out and you know they didn't respond which is good because i mean that's what they want they want you to respond so they can get you in these conversations and then hang them out to dry right um but it says that you know d live seemed to be openly cultivating a right of center audience no it's people going to d live and then the audience following it's like free market capitalism heaven forbid that you do things outside of the mainstream it's just so stupid uh, seems. How about this? I mean, this is so funny when they see things like this. Uh, the company may be even more reliant on these accounts now. Some users have left the site. Which users? Complaining publicly about the virulent racism and anti-Semitism spilling over into regular uh, channels and game streams. And then they give a. And then they give a quote. Right. D Live is a safe haven for racists and alt-right streamers. I wonder who said this quote. Somebody probably important, right? Said one user on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> said one user on Twitter. Now that now, if you're a user on Twitter and you can say some bullshit, that'll end up in an article as a quote. Said one user. He could also say D Live is a place where cats rain from the heavens, and then they could put that quote in there and say, "Oh, one user on Twitter said that." Well, it's a bunch of nonsense. Why would you even write that? Um, seems to me D Live is the new platform for white supremacists. Wrote another, echoing complaints that it's a literal Nazi breeding ground and the place where racists don't get deplatformed. Um, it's just ridiculous. So they're talking about, I mean, they're just hanging these people out to drive. And I never saw any Nazis on DLive. Me neither. I mean, I'm looking for that content, but I never saw it either. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. And again, if somebody's inciting hate and, and or um, violence, uh, you know, I don't think it'll last very long. But, you know, we'll mm -hmm. have to see how it goes. I, I just give big props to DLive for at least standing their ground for now. And anybody who's out there who's trying to think of a million-dollar idea, uh, a free speech platform is that million dollar idea. You have to have a million dollars to build it. Now you'll make money. You'll you'll make money. Believe me, people, it is something that is desired. It is a place where you can go and listen to people speak freely. Yes. And that is desired. So I don't know who's out there, Who anybody who has money. I mean, it ain't me. Uh, you know, I'm certainly not going to be able to, to fund it. But 
it's a great way to go. It's a great direction to go. And so DLive's doing that, and you know, props to them. And thank you, everybody who's watching on DLive. Uh, I don't know if we have more people on DLive right now or YouTube, but it's always nice to see when it's more. Let me see if I can. Yeah, that's also another reason why I like to support, you know, the small guys like like Alex, you know, who is right. has launched TrueTube. He's got he, he's got tens of thousands of dollars of his own money into this, and mm -hmm. he's you know it may not be the greatest thing in the world right now, but you know it's a grassroots kind of thing, and this is exactly the kind of stuff that we need. And uh, I'm all for supporting these people and and people like Alex doing this. I've been we working, need it. I've been working on my website a little bit, and just to show it here, uh, I'm just trying to show people a, a few things that I'm doing, which hopefully get better. But for now, you know, all the videos that uh, we do show up here. So if you wanted to watch uh, Thursday's show from yesterday, you just go to my website, uh, click that. It will bring up Thursday. This is yesterday's show, uh, the entire thing. So all three hours of it where YouTube was only a half hour. Here's the other part of it that's from DLive. Uh, but another link that I have up here, and I just got this working now, I have to fill it in, but if you go to links at the top, um, this is going to be a place where there's a bunch of YouTube channels listed here. I'm going to have a bunch of DLive list channels listed here. We're going to have a bunch of Patreon. So, hey, if you guys are watching, you guys can see this. So, you know, here's my Patreon, Globebusters, Iru Landucci, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, Rodrigo, Austin Witsit, Conspiracy Castle, Karen B. So I'm going to have, and this thing will just be littered with all kinds of them where people can go here, easily find these DLive websites, stop, look, think. Here's TrueTube. Here's channels list, which if you click that, if you haven't seen that before, this is Alex's site where uh, you can basically scroll down here and there's all these channels. So, for instance, Richie from Boston is gone from YouTube, right? But type in here. So we're typing Richie. Whoops. Uh, let's see. Did I spell it wrong? Channels list. Oh, maybe I'll just go down. If you go down to the R's, which might take you a little while to scroll down that far. So they're barely at D's. Anyway, wait till it populates. Get all the way down to the R's, and you'll see Richie from Boston, and you'll be able to watch all his videos still. So that's awesome. Anybody who is looking for a channel on YouTube, like I can't find this channel. Uh, for instance, Nur Patatotos, right? And we'll have to keep going down here. It just takes a while. This is an amazing site. I mean, how much space does this take, Bob? Yeah, I can't imagine. Crazy. I mean, it must take a ton of terabytes. I can't even imagine how much this would take. But let's go down here to Noor. Here we go. So Noor Paratotos, here you go. So you can click on this. So Iru's channel is gone I, on YouTube. I, I love your pronunciation. But... Yeah, it's very good, <laughs> right? So here's Nur, uh, Iru's channel, um, 378 videos, even though you're not going to find these videos right now on YouTube. So that works for all channels. It's a great place. But anyway, uh, that's going to be a way that you can uh, find all these links. So, again, give me a little while to populate all these uh, but that would be I just I just uh, opened my first delight channel. <laughs> Good. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna open the English version and the Spanish version. So. And you don't have to wait till you have a thousand subs to go live. You can just go live and uh, and Ira, I believe that you'll be able to. T you know, I know you say that p the Spanish community doesn't know it, but you can introduce it to the Spanish community, and they can give you lemons. And then you said you've got a U.S. bank account, right? Uh, a friend of mine, yeah. yes, I gonna I use um, the, my friend bank account, yes. Yeah, so it is possible, and then you can get um, you know, get exactly. a little help from there. So it is possible, okay. but uh, again, for now, the best place for people to go is you know, Patreon. Help out! Oops, I thought I had that up. Help out, Iru there. Help us all out if you can, uh, because this is getting to yeah, be something you. that is incredibly difficult to do. Um, 
high impact flicks great work uh, and now he's gone i mean he, and you know i think he's now on d live and it's got quite a few um oh quite a oh, few i was gonna say there. there's this one thing Edu, if you're gonna go on d live there's one thing inside restream you know restream.io do you use that no uh, i need to uh, there's okay. one thing in there which might be very useful for you because the d live of course you have to go live all the time and your content's live and it doesn't you cannot upload your videos uh so you have to be going live but you can do something within restream there's a thing that you upload your videos to restream and restream goes live on your d live for you automatically so you okay. can have and 50 videos in a row hmm. on a schedule going live okay. in, on d live and d live is operate with obs too yeah very easy yeah okay Restream would do it. So you you through Restream, uh, you just use the key from Restream, and it will connect to your Facebook, even your Facebook page if you like to go live there. Uh, at the same time as your D Live and anything else you want to try, like Twitch or whatever you want to try, you can st uh, get it all together with a single key on your OBS uh, through Restream. So it's a, okay, it's a good great, option. Great. Yeah, yeah, completely. I'm gonna check it out. Thank you. So it's getting uh, getting tough out there, and I did want to watch this real quick. I don't know if you guys saw from yesterday. We'll show this real quick, just because pretty funny. This is how we started the show yesterday with Dave Weiss. It's only two minutes and twenty five seconds. So enjoy. It's pretty funny. In case you missed it. Nope, he's not there yet. We do have some. By the way, we are brought to you today by Frito Lay. Did you know that? Frito-Lay, yeah, great company. I mean, their genetically modified corn is delicious. It's some of the best genetically modified corn there is. Wow, I wish you would. Dave, are you there yet? Dave, not there yet. There's a lot of machinery out there, Jaren. It's probably hard to hear. Yeah, oh yeah, just cords, cables, connectors, everything, everything you could possibly want. But in space, in space, though, on that when they landed, I'm pretty sure Buzz and Neil were able to speak on top of the booster. So maybe there's maybe there's some sort of sound insulation. I mean, they're able to clearly yeah, speak. Very quiet the engine and uh, very impressive feat by those two guys. I don't know what's going on. Dave was supposed to join. Him. And Dave, when he says that his his total was twenty four dollars, it's very true. This is how much it cost him to do this little parlor trick here. But I mean, to make it perfect, all he would really need. I mean, I think he says he would need a forty dollar lights. He probably need two hundred dollar lights. But if he had $200 lights on the left and right, and his setup right now, so for about $224, this would be as perfect as you see it on the ISS. And it's just but a, uh, the ISS looks empty right now, other than the floating bags of lights. Fritos. You don't think so? No, because I bought two box lights, and it lights up everything great. You just have to set them up right, right distance, and it's a nice, soft, diffused light. Lights up everything. Mm -hmm. All right, maybe I stand corrected. I, I think it would be flawless for 250. And hopefully, I don't know. Uh, let's see if we unmute the, the station. If, hopefully, and if anybody yeah, was gonna have some terrible. Now, you see, in the lower right here, here was here was how it was actually being done. I actually know why that's going on, and it will be. What is this thing now? Wow, what is that thing? Look at that, dude. You can see through it. They, man, the International Space Station. That's this very special place, Jan. It's almost a holy place. Oh, if I was ever there, I would I would definitely get on my knees and, and, and thank the good so Lord. So I've talked about how easy it would be. You know, you could have these guys in green suits basically swimming around doing um, basically just like divers, right? K-1 
carrying the astronauts around when they do these spacewalks. It would be so simple and they'd be in the water and you would never see the guys. And I tried to show a video before where I think you can spot it and you can see little bits and little shadows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's there. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's fine. You know, if you want to think that these guys are up in space, go right ahead. Um, for a lot of it's us. The it's the famous one of the helmet as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can totally see it. Uh, so space may be the final frontier, but it's made in Dave Weiss's attic, for being honest. So, uh, so that's uh, yeah. It shoots. I think it's like space pellets. It shoots. They're, I mean, once you just get it in motion, Jaron, they go forever. You can shoot a space pellet to Mars. It's quite beautiful. Yes, flat smack biblical. You are right. There is advertising sponsorship. We're getting paid heavily by. Free, so pretty funny. That's impossible. That's impossible. Very easy to make things float around, <laughs> and NASA lies. So I'll put that link in the description. That is on uh, Dave Weiss's. Uh, yeah, speaking of Dave Weiss, are you aware of what he's doing right now? Right now. On his boat. Is he on a, <laughs> an interview? He is on an interview with the very same people that I interviewed with this morning. And uh, I'm not going to break loose with all that just yet. But uh, suffice it to say, talk about a shot in the arm for Flat Earth. Wowzers, people. All right. <laughs> This is going to be great. That's the 100 episode thing. Uh, yeah, and and it's you know one now that I've got more detail, more inside information mm -hmm. on it, I'm utterly blown away. Uh, I I unloaded when I talked to those people. I unloaded this morning, like I was just channeling something. I mean, I just it was this epic download that I just let them have it with, and uh, mm -hmm. they were blown away to say the least. And Dave's <laughs> talking to them right now, and you know I told them I said, look, you know. What you're about to do or what you're trying to do is going to be met with an opposition of epic force, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but they are saying that all the people in Hollywood and all the producers, not, they're saying, no, this needs to be done. Uh, everybody is talking about it. And, you know, everybody seems to think it's a great thing and, and they think that they're going to be able to pull this off. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, we'll we'll fill in everybody else on all the details on it. But it is epic. This is going to be great, guys. Wow. I am dropping in the chat. I know we were uh, the both chats, the link to Iru's English channel. Hoping that we can get uh, him to 100 subs. So let's try that. Gosh, see how that drops in there and then it goes up there too fast. I don't know if it's falling behind. Let's try it again. You have been watching Thank the chat you. to kind of catch up to you. Right, I've been so. posting his channel link in the Thank chat you. though. Let's see how many people we got there. So is, is he getting close yet? <laughs> You would think we could do it together as a team. I think so it, it was going up last time I checked. I haven't checked it for a minute now. Let's see if we can get. Karen has a technique of posting the link three or four times in a row, right? That also helps to to yeah. kind of flag it. I mm -hmm. spam it. <laughs> so we're at eight eighteen. So everybody, if you're not subscribed to his English channel, I want to watch you. Can we watch your your video? Yes, of course. I, I mean, you want the, me to? You want me to do that? You want me to do the audio? Again, please. do you want do you want me to narrate it in English? Uh, well, it's it's a chapter of ten minutes. Uh, the the history behind that is the I with a friend. Well, well, not not a friend. With yeah, you a, might want to you might want to, Jern, just because it's subtitled in English and it might be hard for people to yeah, you know it. see it. So if you read it, that'd be great. I'll probably read it. And turn yeah, there is uh, a few part when the when videos are in English. Of course, I didn't subtitle, but uh, there are just a few. Uh, but I hope the English subtitles are correct because I contract a guy to do that. So they're, they're kind of <laughs> hope that. they're kind of correct. I'll say they're okay. okay. They're, they're not bad. Uh, but I would not use that guy again. 
<laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. okay no, sorry. Uh, but it was cheap, you know. Oh, maybe, not too bad. Okay. Uh, not not too bad after all. I would say yeah, there was ten chapters, more than two hours of oh. video to subtitles. Oh, that's a lot oh, that's of work. work. It's a lot of work. Yes. I was yes. gonna say use me, and then I forgot I don't know Spanish. So that's probably a prerequisite. And, and you are not Google cheap. translate it. I'm so cheap here. So you could Google Translate it and then just correct the English. Yeah, then after. send it to me and I'll correct English. Like, if you would have sent me this ahead of time, I could have corrected some of the English. Uh, thank you very much for the super chats. Rhino says, enjoyed the Enoch chat with Skiba. That was last week. If you guys missed that, you can only catch that on my website, jaronism.com. What a great crew here today. Anyone who bullies Eero has to be a douche. I agree with that, Eero. I agree with that, too. We all agree with that. Cynical Skeptic says, I refuse to listen to the channels that do not touch the pandemic. This is for our survival. Uh, and Tor Rasmussen says, any thoughts on the new rabbit hole that we live in a crater and that the moon shows a reflection of our realm mm. from a channel eight months old with 12 mm -hmm. videos on it? Uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about I just about watched it. that video not long ago. It's pretty good. It's thought-provoking, to say the least. Yeah. But anything outside of our known boundaries is still just going to be speculation. Yeah, absolutely. Can, yeah. Look at it. It's absolutely. It's speculation, but, but what's, yeah. what fun thought, is life if you be, can't speculate? I thought it would be more clear, you know, because people are saying the Earth is reflected on the moon and stuff. And I thought I would see the continents really clearly. But then I saw that it was more you know, some really small areas on the moon that some people were pointing to because they have a rim around right. and that that could. Yeah. Interesting. But hard to, you know. You want to know something? It's cool that we have so many ideas like this. I think it's, it's thinking outside the box at the very least. Right? That's cool. You want to know something crazy, insane? Tell me if I'm the only one who feels this way. Can you believe that we were all in Amsterdam? It was 11 months ago. Doesn't it yeah. seem like? Doesn't it seem like three years? Yes, <laughs> it does seem like a long time. Completely, yeah. What? It's a different world. Dude, we live in a different world now. 11 months ago. that It's insane to me. I can't even imagine. I mean, and, wow. And we are not even, uh, I think, Karen, you need to correct the world. We live in a different world because we are. We just are in a different world. We, we not <laughs> live anymore, you know. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> insanity. Right. Exactly. I can't, can't believe that. Uh, all right, let's start watching this. This is uh, good stuff. Here. Turn it down a little bit here just so I can talk over it if I need to. So it says, you could say, who's the idiot speaking about... Uh, wait, wait, wait a moment, wait a moment. Sorry. Play pause. Uh, there is an inconvenience, uh, and maybe it's a little big one, which uh, is that we speak, we spoke a little fast. Oh, no, fast, we, we spoke normal, regular... Spanish you know, is very quick. Spanish is very quick, and unfortunately... I subtitle everything, but uh, but I, I cannot retouch the times, so mm -hmm. I know there's gonna be a little more. Uh, um, it's gonna be the next step. It's maybe I I going to uh, trying to put some voice over, not my voice, but uh, other English, you know, uh, who wants to maybe to put the it. voice yeah, on it. It's right. good, one of the users. I mean, some of the people would, would read it easily. Uh, Could read it easy. Yeah, yeah. For read, it's, it's very easy to read. I, I can, you know, then in uh, editing. Edit so exactly. But the problem is that sometimes maybe you're going to need to 
if you want to complete the 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 subtitle the is okay and pause the it, if you are going if you are not going to or if you, you can use the tool from youtube and put a 0.75 speed and lower a little down the volume because i don't know well, we, should, saying, we should stop right, it as we go over yeah it's gonna be yeah. and we can stop hard to keep up that's if anybody's got any comments or anything, please stop me as we read. But I mean, he said, you know, you could say who's the idiot speaking about a flat earth and say who could be speaking about it in this day and age. Or say, does someone have consistent arguments that sustain that the earth is flat? All of these are three different, all those are three different topic levels in which you can approach this topic. So then interesting angles do appear. First, the right to doubt. Could anyone say we have no right to doubt? Is science sacrosanct? The debate is sealed. We have nothing to discuss? I think not. We should debate it. And we all should agree with that, right? I mean, obviously, this is the the, the point of what we're saying. I mean, are people not allowed to ask questions anymore? And, you know, in this, uh, in this world where free speech has been taken away, part of that is asking questions. You are to believe as you're told and not question anything and if you question it not only will you be laughed at um in general but by society and by even your family just because you go against what you were taught in school um, and the guy who uh spoken is uh, an architect from chile it's you know just yeah for, you he know, was in barcelona twice yes, right yes. when i went he was he came yes. from chile twice Yes, and he was in many interviews in Chile. He put the face mm -hmm. on t TV programs. He debated with the geologist uh, live. You know, the guy who was... Uh, <laughs> you cannot imagine his face. Uh, the geologist was completely uh, idiotic. Uh, you know, I, I, can't, I haven't seen this. I really like to see that. No, that is a really good one. I used to have in my old YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't know if you know that my YouTube channel was closed. But the, the thing uh -huh. is that the, the guy who speak uh, is a really, you know, uh, good architect that start uh, mm -hmm. researching flat earth like four years ago. He participated in a long, uh, uh, lot of events, you know, like mm -hmm. we the did in yeah. the conference. And so it's a really nice guy. But you're, I'm really willing to help you. Like if you were to give me this video ahead of time, I could go through and fix these. I, w I would have to ask you some questions. Like what are we trying to say here? Because you know something here is not right, right? It says you can not start a debate by saying this is not, not, and not possible. And possible spelled wrong. But I would be able to, I would be able to fix that and then say, what are we trying to say here? Because this is not correct English. By saying this is not, not, and not possible. I know what, what the point is. The point is you can't start a debate by saying this is not possible and that is not possible. Right. Exactly. Yes. Right. So I mean, I'd be able yeah. to help you at least fix that, and then we could put it out in, in well, English. Well, that, I think I think uh, this is, is probably he tried to be doing a literal thing when he's saying he's probably saying this very fast in Spanish, and then he yes. tried to put every word in Possibly, there yeah. when you See, don't really know need it. Yeah, the um, guy was not a professional, you know, doing this because yeah. for that, you know, translating uh, two and a half hour was a really huge cost to do that. Mm -hmm. So I understand, like uh, Jaden said, uh, there is going to be some errors. But uh, the thing it's is, right. it's great this is the first one, but I, I already have all the next uh, nine chapters. And there are not long chapters. There are chapters oh, you already between done. 10 and 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I awesome. have everything done without um, 
uh, with the final renders. Uh, the, the, today I just uh, finished the final render for this first chapter, but, gotcha. but I have all the subtitles already okay, done. Sweet, good, then you're already set. All right. Yes. So I, I, I'm going to bother you and <laughs> send you the, the, the chapter two, and when you have time, you can just check it. Okay. I'll do women voices for you if you want. Yeah, she's got the best voice. I mean, she could do it. Yeah. Any, we got that. That would be nice. So this I don't is have any done a lot of this. on the production, unfortunately, but uh, I, I really love to have your voice on my on my voice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, and this guy is the one Iru was talking about, the architect, Guillermo Wood. Because if you do, you are already entrenched. You have already taken a conceptual and intellectual decision to think there are no other options. I think doubt is fundamental. Chapter 1. So what is the shape of the world in which we live? I'm sorry to make this act of terrorism in Argentina. Nowadays, showing a dollar is an act of terrorism. But it's not like what they told us. Basically, that it's a spherical earth. To determine the shape of the earth, Ira, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, why do you show the dollar bill at that point? Explain. Well, because uh, the journalists that uh, make me the the questions, uh, we have been talking, you know, as usual, uh, before going to record. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, you know, uh, I always have with me one dollar bill uh, to show that anytime that People maybe want to remind you, like uh, you are a conspiracy guy. Right. I showed that symbol and said, "Look, man, here is a symbol that our in our days still print in this way." Right. And it says this. It said that. that Nobus ordo seclorum. Right. You have the pyramid, the eye. So uh, I am not a conspiracy. I'm just uh, an historian, quote unquote. Uh, this is, you know, uh, our reality. So that's I put because this is uh, this is not script. Uh, documentary. This just was an interview right. that I edited and add the graphics and uh, right. uh, the producer as uh, add the music and you know that type of um, multiple well, task thing. What is the opinion? So, so if as an American here, what what is the opinion of Argentini Argentinians of America when you show that dollar bill? So, my, my what I'm getting at is. Do they think of the pyramid with the eye on top as if America is the is the top of the pyramid and that's how the people look at it? Or because we in the United States feel like we don't feel like the eye of the pyramid is us. We feel like we are, you know, being held down. We are the bottom of the pyramid and the top of the pyramid is those in control of the United States. How does Argentina see it? Well, unfortunately, 90% of the people is sleep, so they are right. don't even see they that even pyramid know. in in the $1 because first of all, uh, when you're going to buy dollars in Argentina, you are not going to use or buy one or 10 or 20 or $50. You just only operate uh, with $100. You know, if you go to the bank and say, I want to buy uh, this amount of uh, pesos, uh, our money in dollars, it's only going to give you $100 bills. So nobody really paying attention to $1 bill. Right. The people that uh, if you are walking on street and, you know, make like a 
some kind of uh, test, <laughs> you know, and showing that to right. regular people. The majority is not going even to, uh, you know, know what to say. And the people that know that symbol immediately, is, they're going to say, yeah, this is represent Masonic symbols and right. blah, blah, blah. But 90% are completely ignored about uh, that symbol in the $1 B because we, end, we, don't, we don't use uh, dollars. Gotcha. Any other questions or you guys want to continue? Anybody? Okay. To determine the shape of the Earth... I recommend to everyone to do something that we have not been asked to do in our educational system, which is, I don't know if the camera will take this in, but it's to study the Gleason's map. Why do I say this? It's because it is an azimuthal projection. Like if they've taken a globe, gashed it, and flattened it. But in fact, the globe is an inflated and stitched version of the azimuthal projection. And those stitches nowadays are beginning to break loose, right? The UN logo has a Gleason's projection, but without the inclusion of Antarctica. And, you know, we always have to point this out because I don't know if people know, there are 33 sections to this. I don't know if you say that, I forgot. But uh, No, no, I didn't say it. Yeah, I didn't say it. So one, two, three, four, four times eight total sections. Here's 32 plus the middle. And the idea was, uh, I didn't say because the idea was not going too much gotcha. magical or symbology uh, in, gotcha. in symbology because the idea is to bring new people, uh, yes. you know, the, mo the most uh, uh, empiric thing. You know, if you start doing a lot of uh, symbology, maybe Gematria, you lose some you of the new ones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, without the inclusion of Antarctica. Strategically, unfortunately... To my discontent, the way to determine the shape of the world, technically in our days, has to be in an indirect manner. And that is the method used in science, but it might it might not be the most certain, like a direct observation. But it's what we have. How can we determine this? By starting with a compass. We know that it always points to the center, to the north of the world, where the North Pole would be inside the sphere, when in fact the compass should operate in a different manner if everything points to a nucleus. The plenipotentiary, center of mass, so like the center of the planet is what you're saying, right? Yes, exactly. Gotcha. The compass, what it does in our world, obviously, is to point to a magnetic pole. Not the center of a sphere, but the center of a circumference. If you put a magnet on a Gleason's map and move the compass around it, from east to west, you'll notice that it revolves in relation to that center. And can you put both there? Sure, go ahead. So now... What? Sorry, okay. I, I add these two videos on top. Right. I know there is multiple, multiple subtitles to read. Right. But one is just um, a tiny video that uh, there is some pilot uh, on board of a plane going near, uh, I believe was 70, 80 um, latitude and the compass in the plane start getting crazy. And the other hand, in the right part of the screen, you have uh, a guy in the Antarctic, uh, in Antarctica, in Antarctic, um, showing that the compass is completely useless. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, when you reach or when you approach near the most uh, powerful part of our world in terms of the magnetism, 
the compass get crazy. But when you are going far away, the compass start to be like, you know. And again, it's so funny. People think they actually say you're that GPS proves the spherical Earth. <laughs> but I, I don't think people understand that GPS is is a man-made system, uh, just like lines of lines of latitude and longitude, and it can easily be used to tell you whatever it wanted to tell you. Uh, the, you know, it'd be the same thing if they, if they map GPS onto a pyramid Earth. Um, then it would be the same argument that we could say, well, we don't live on a pyramid, and then people could say, yeah, but GPS proves we live on a pyramid. Uh, well, clearly it doesn't, and they can't get away with that because, well, there's no edges of a pyramid. You would obviously see those, but they can get away with telling you that the Earth is so big and it curves, just you can't measure it and never see it. Yeah, and in fact, the thing is that it, what uh, can we use in terms of uh, nature tools to you know, uh, trying to analyze or understand the live that uh, the, the world that we live in, without th that those indirect layers of creating system upon the system upon the system, uh, it, where right. you have all the time to manipulate and you know, and compass of course is something that is artificial, but at least is a way to interact the most uh, direct way with nature forces. That right. is the way I, I like to see. Absolutely. Instead, instead the GPS, which is something completely artificial. You know. All right, we'll continue. Yeah. Uh, when you move in a straight line, you will encounter Antarctica. I think maybe I missed the line. Um, yeah, from east to west, you'll notice it revolves in relation to that center. When you move away in a straight line, you will encounter Antarctica. And we talked about this yesterday. We were showing that, you know, again... The difference between east and west and north and south, especially on the so-called globe, is you know, south is always directly behind you if you are facing north. And we showed it yesterday that you know somebody who's directly east of you is you, if you went and stood in that person's spot, you are not directly west of them. However, if somebody is directly south of you, you are always directly north of them. If that makes any sense, no matter where you're at yeah, in the was... world. If somebody is standing in a certain spot and they are directly south of you, then you are directly north of them. But anywhere in the world, if they are directly east of you, you are not directly west of them. And if they are west of you, you are not directly east of them. You know, we've had to show that many times. People don't <laughs> yeah. get that. People are still confused and yeah. still don't understand that east mm -hmm. and west are circles and still argue that. And they say, oh, if you're at this high latitude and you walk in a straight line, you'll end up back where you started. Yeah, only if you turn. And again, is it such a large right. distance it, that you would never demonstrated that yet? on the on the globe, right? In the Google Earth, many times, many times. Right? Yeah. And and people show, still don't yeah. get it, and they still argue it, and they still say east and west are not circles. And I've had people tell me it doesn't matter if you're in California and you walk directly east, that you will end up back where you started, which is only true on the equator. If you were to stand on the equator. Uh, okay, let's continue. This, this what I, I think is interesting here uh, the, in the captions there. You know, this is really key point. I, d I don't know who would like to elaborate. Probably Bob would know a lot about this. You know, what's the you know because the South Pole? How is it that the the compass? What happens in South or South so-called South Pole? But in the South, in the so-called Southern Edge, I don't even know how to call it anymore. But you know, something happened to the compass. I suppose it's supposed to be operating just fine. So what's going on there? Uh, it's important for, for people to understand that we're not on a ball. Well, right? that's that's one of the biggest things right there, um, Rodrigo, is that if 
the Earth, if the ball Earth, the sphere Earth, actually had two poles, you know, the North Pole and a South Pole, and the South Pole was anywhere near any part of Antarctica in proximity, then the North Pole of the magnet itself would be drawn towards it. But the problem is, is that doesn't happen. Um, so there is no definitive South Pole that, that you know, can draw any side of a, of a compass. So that right there should raise a lot of eyebrows, you know, and that seems to just go right over people's heads like it doesn't make any difference. It's like, well, then the entire idea that, that Earth has this magnetic South Pole is completely out the window because, it, you know, the compass is going to point towards whichever has the strongest magnetic field, right? And down in Antarctica, theoretically, the South Pole would, which should draw that, you know, that magnetic uh, pole of the compass right to it. But in fact, all it does is spin around in circles. Isn't it true that yeah, they probably just the the south the don't even do that? In the south, is completely still. Yeah, because probably it's too far away, huh? Could be. Well, when you are trying to approach the... north, that there is where it's going to start, you know, making crazy spins. Exactly. Right, which, which is a huge argument for you know the idea that you know Mount Meru or this magnetic mountain at the, at the center at the North Pole is actually the mountain. Now, a magnet cannot be a monopole device that it just simply is not possible so every magnet has to have a north and a south pole so if the north pole which is the predominant um you know pole that everything points to is is indeed mount maru that means that the south pole of it would likely be deep underground because from that then you get the dielectric inertial plane and of course you know if the north and the south poles are both in the same place essentially except for a degree of vertical separation um, then the South Pole magnetically is going to be the weaker uh, side of the field, right? So again, the compass behavior right. once again promotes the idea that it is a magnetic pole at the center of the North Pole in the flat Earth map. But referring to, to the work of Cami, this is the and this is the question: like the there's a quadrupole in the center, yes. right? And then there will be two dipoles, so there will be two South kind of th those two things that would be attracting one which is out of range kind of yes and, one and, that and she's right about that rodrigo and the, and the problem is i'm just trying to make it simple for people to understand you know that particular argument now the way that cami looks at it is correct because in order when you look at the actual surveying of the magnetic field lines of of the plane right there is no doubt that there is uh, more than one magnetic pole and they are interacting with each other. But, you know, frankly, you try and explain that to people and it just overloads their brain because they have no idea how two magnetic fields in close, close proximity will actually manifest, right? So that's something that's a little bit more, you know, advanced. Um, but the one-on-one idea is just simply to say, well, you know, if you look at the Mount Maru idea, then you have that single magnetic pole, um, which, you know, would behave in the way that I just described previously. But, you know, it's, there's always more to it. You know, there's always more to this model um, that people, you know, people don't even understand the most simplest magnetic model as it is now. Uh, so to explain to them, you know, a multiple dipole system interacting with each other is simply just going to blow their fuse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Mama just sent me an image of the supposed magnetic drift in the north since 1840, which is insane because it's basically moved all the way from what you would think would be the North Pole to, or I'm sorry, what it's moved from 
I guess in 2000, what is this, 2017, it looks like we're kind of close to where the North Pole is now. Uh, but starting in 1840, it was way on the land by Canada, basically, which is just... So he's asking, how did they ever sail then, if this is true? Which, yeah, wouldn't make any sense. If they were basically sailing magnetically towards the north in 1840 or 1850 or when they started search, you know, looking at the north in 1900, uh, you wouldn't even come close. You would end up on the land in Canada and be calling that. By the way, Iru, he also tells you to check his PayPal. Check your PayPal. Don't check his PayPal. That is PayPal. Joe Mama. Yes, Joe Mama. My personal bank account. <laughs> How nice. <laughs> yes, he's been awesome. He That's... was amazing to me as well. And uh, thank you, Joe. All right. Ready to continue? For me, of course. And thank Joe. Uh, we've got Billy Zig. Billy, we've got to have you on the show sometime. I want to talk to you about your book and let you... Uh... Yeah, we'll have that soon. He said, and living in Australia, I've never seen Sigma Octanus. Yeah, I don't think that they say it's visible, right? Anybody, supposedly it's not visible. It just happens to be there, you know, in the deep, dark, deep, dark sky. He says, there is no central spin from here in Melbourne. Exactly. It's a constellation. And as uh, AJC1844 so eloquently pointed out, the, the Octanus um, constellation, Actually, the stars that make that up, ironically, are about 120 degrees apart. One below South America, one below uh, uh, Australia, and then one another 120 degrees from there, or Africa, I guess. So that's really interesting when you find that out. Absolutely. And Karen, I just saw how you posted. It looks like Brian got another strike since we've been on the show. Karen? All right. Thank you, Karen. Brian was here for a second, and then he left. I saw him coming in. Oh, well, Karen says that he got another strike, and then she said Dr. Kaufman got a strike. And if you haven't seen it yet, check out Marty Leeds had a nice conversation with Dr. Kaufman. But he just got a strike for impersonation, which is he's a doctor. (laughs) So if you... you, I think Karen's back. Karen, so is the the deal that if you come on YouTube and you say anything other than what is exactly the mainstream narrative uh then you get impersonation is that their new get out of pretty much exactly card? what the jp sears video said is what they're doing mike right. he's pretty right on about it yeah i mean yeah. and if you said well what am i doing wrong well you're going against the the community guide. yeah but what are the community guidelines they're exactly what you went against they're exactly what you didn't do they're exactly what is that so crazy all right let's continue on with iru's video anybody comments as we go Oh, and you said Brian got another strike since we've been on the show. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. All right. And Austin, don't worry. We're going to watch that music video. I forgot. I see it up here in my tabs. So the Diet Woke one. We'll watch that after after we go through your video. All right. Let's continue. Antarctica in the Flat Earth Model cosmology is a continent which contains the seas and the water. I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a continent, but we get what he's saying. Uh, the four continents are in the center. Antarctica surrounds them. The waters are always on a level. Water cannot be curved like every direct observation in regard to physics of fluids. And Antarctica has a peculiarity. It is the most elevated continent. In average, compared to every other continent, it has 3,000 meters in average. So imagine that I'm sailing southwards. When I arrived in Antarctica, the compass won't point to the south pole. It goes spinning aimlessly. So that may draw some attention. 
But the craziest is I come sailing through the flat sea. Let's say I begin in Tierra del Fuego, Patagonia, and go towards our Argentinian Antarctica. You have a tiny little base. Let's say you go to the EEUU McMurdoch base, ours, ARG, doesn't matter which, by South Africa, Australia, or Argentina. You'll arrive to the same coastline of the same continent which surrounds. You have a few kilometers of flatland, but then Antarctica does this. It goes up, and it stays at an average, in average at that height. So when the term ice wall is used to misinform, to relate the fact that with the uh, Game of Thrones or even Truman Show that arrives to a wall and then penetrates it. In fact, physically speaking, it is that. It is like a coastline, like any other area, which the water area is flat and you begin to go inwards on that continent. And its altitude begins to increase and then you have no way of going forward. Also, the way, and again, a good way to describe this is, you know, I know Dave Weiss always describes it as you need to think of a large lake. And, you know, in that lake are continents and you know little pieces of land that you can land on and if you go towards the out edge of that lake you'll hit the shoreline and the peculiar thing about Antarctica is once you get to that shoreline uh, there is a small ice shelf or a coastline uh, people want to call it the ice wall and say you can't get past it or you know you can get you can get on top of it it's not very it's not that tall and then once you're on top of it and you start going inland within a few hundred miles the altitude starts increasing rapidly and gets very very high and anybody who goes deep into that gets to a point where and i talked about it with the ar pilot uh or zq pilot i mean you know once you get to a certain point you have to turn around and the reason for planes saying they have to do that is because the the it gets treacherous uh r2d2 says the north magnetic pole is actually the south magnetic pole the real magnetic pole is polaris did you watch john levi's video about Crater Earth. I think that's the one. So, Bob, what is your thought about that, um, that Polaris would be the North Pole and the South Pole would be the North Pole? Did I say that right? Okay. I think that's what he's saying. We, I think Bob was saying earlier that the North Pole is at the center and the South Pole would be way underground. Uh, R2-D2 is saying that the North Magnetic Pole would be Polaris um, and the South Pole would be the south magnetic pole would be the north pole. Anyway, let's continue. Um, he was saying temperatures go... Uh, sorry. Uh, then you have no way of going forward. Also, the weather conditions go down to 184 degrees negative Fahrenheit and negative 256 degrees Fahrenheit, according to weather reports. Everyone that went there says what happens in Antarctica stays in Antarctica, like in Vegas. There's a lot of militarization in Antarctica. To arrive there, you have to ask for a permit. It's an absurd amount of bureaucratic paperwork. And again, to see that, you can check out Taboo Conspiracy 2's video, Antarctica's Closed. It does a great job of researching what you would actually have to do to get down there. Uh, it is prohibited to use fuel in Antarctica. We've talked about that many times. You can't even take fuel below the 60-degree south parallel line, which is insane to think about. Basically, they have basically given you permission to go to the shore of Antarctica and return to wherever you came from. Uh, if you started in Africa, you would have enough fuel to get to the shoreline, turn around, and come back. And no more, because you're not allowed to store fuel. So you'd think, okay, we can take a bunch of barrels of fuel, and we can keep filling up, and we can do this stretch around, or we can try and circumnavigate. Uh, but if you're not allowed to take extra fuel, 
It's not like somebody can just go down and say, we're going to ride along the shoreline or the shelf and see how far we can get. You wouldn't be allowed to do that. Why? Because you'd quickly run out of fuel. Uh, so it's a prohibited to use fuel in Antarctica. The use of it is very limited, so if you had machinery even, you cannot go very far. The airplanes that can go there are only military ones. You can't go out on a one-man expedition. We've said this many times. There's lots of blogs of people saying uh, if you're down in Antarctica, you're not allowed to go anywhere by yourself. And even if you go out with multiple people, there are certain pathways that you must stay on. You're not allowed to go off those pathways at all. Uh, you have $1 million fines if you step on a plant because it's considered protected and unique flora and fauna. Good luck finding a plant down there anyway. Not even penguins live there, so you can't arrive at any real limit because Antarctica seems to be arranged for us not to go forward or any further. It would seem that they created the world, the, that the created world has its own natural limits with intentions and also in regards to perforations. So as borders, you have Antarctica downwards, only a 0.2% has been feasibly explored, maybe? What's perforated? Yes, uh, perfor well, that could be a word that this guy invented. Uh, I, uh, you know, I know that we need to, I'm going maybe to upload it. Uh, yeah, perforation. I'm going to upload Make a hole it, in uh, the ground. It's it's boring hole. Okay, yeah, yeah, perforated like a, like, you know, the... Uh, and, no, and, and in fact, uh, something that maybe I, I type, you know, I, I, I didn't check it, but... Uh, no, it's good. I just didn't know what we were getting. I got you now. Uh, so as border, you have um, Antarctica, comma. Yes. Uh, like, because I am going to start to describe the limits. Gotcha. And uh, downwards only goes 0.2% has been feasible perforated like i don't drilled. know that's what that didn't like, yeah drill yeah, that's gotcha. it, 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 yeah yeah okay. it's a how how deep has been bored a hole it's gotcha. only 0.2 percent yeah okay. i'm gonna make it as a few changes and upload it again uh, of a total and supposedly the earth radius which is 6400 kilometers and only 12 kilometers has been yeah dig dug deep or drilled so i mean you drill only about 12 kilometers but you know what is it 6,400 of depth of course not it's a bit weird and penetration by means of radar does not go deeper something about 80 to 300 kilometers not much practically null results there is no empirical fact about the earth's core of course it's all made up and upwards it's only possible to achieve about 120 kilometers of altitude with real rocketry because what NASA does describes only an arc trajectory which ends up falling down Surprisingly, at the Bermuda Triangle, in the Cape of, in the in the case of Cape Canaveral, and the story of the Bermuda Triangle begins. I totally agree with Eero on this. Six months after the first launch of rocket made by NASA, suddenly, and they fall there. It appears the Bermuda Triangle stories. Nowadays, other agencies exist. They all point towards the ocean. Nowadays, photos of pieces of rocketry at the sea can be found. There is never an empirical proof of the departure towards space that life is in space without being involved with television or Hollywood. It's always like believing in a movie. So in indirect manner, we have 120 kilometers upwards. Antarctica is the limit, and downwards in the ocean, about 12 kilometers towards the uh, Mariana Trench. And 12 kilometers with the Kola borehole. And so the volume, the depth, and the ground, it simply does not affect the Earth is any shape. And this we can... ...near our greatest challenger... Soviet Russia, but why this interest in the bottom of the world? Nobody living down there, is there? No, it's um, it's pretty cold. 
It's by far the most uh, valuable, important place left in the world because it happens to be an untouched reservoir of natural resources. And, uh, you know, as the world swings with an ever-increasing acceleration, far-flung places, once useless, like we thought the North Pole was, and no man's land, become very useful. Uh, the bottom of the world will be important, not only to us, but to our allies. They are by far the coldest spot in the world. Where that coal is gets 100 below zero in the world. Well, uh, it was once tropical. So uh, we think there's oil there, and there's evidence, probably uranium there. Well, Graham, may I ask you, is there a great difference between the uh, top of the world and the bottom of the world? Uh, there oil? is. Now, uh, the North Pole is the center of an ocean 10,000 feet deep. The South Pole, the center of a plateau, 10,000 feet high. The North Polar Sea is surrounded by um, continents that are slightly frozen. The Antarctic continent is surrounded by uh, a belt of ice, frozen seas of at least 1,200 miles thick. Now, the South is a plateau. It gets, in some places, 14,000 feet up. Uh, I've been over areas about 13,000, and it's a little bit chilly up there. So there's, uh, there's that big difference between the top and bottom of the world. I don't think the north really isn't very cold up there on the Arctic. And again, when you really think about the azimuthal equidistant map and you think about the seasons as described in a flat plane, with the sun circling, all of it makes sense. Why you would have an ocean at the north and have a frozen tundra at the south. If the earth is as described spherical, flying through space with this tilt, uh, then the north and south pole would effectively be almost identical, um, especially over long periods of time, and which is something they definitely say is the case. So it wouldn't be the case that in the south you have this frozen tundra and in the north, I mean, think about it. They say, oh, well, in the south, we get this 24-hour sun. The sun just circles above. Well, if the sun just circled above the south pole uh, for 24 hours a day for the entire southern winter, then it would be melted. It wouldn't be a frozen tundra. Um, Fepe the yeah, Penguin exactly. says, shout out to Ace McLeod. All right. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, so he starts out, well, I think it's interesting. Did I miss any part? Hold on. Yeah. Iru, who is this person? The, the guy the guy who's going to talk is a friend of mine, which is a sociologist. Sociologist, okay. He yeah, says, well, I think it's interesting to analyze this new movement. It may not be that new, but yes, we can say it has a lot of repercussions today, not only in the new media, but also in civil society. From the point of the view of social sciences, which I think there always have been historically underestimated, Above all, by our cousins from the exact sciences or those who have more in common with nature or physics. In my case, I am a graduate in sociology, and I think that unlike the more hard sciences, what the social sciences have is that they allow a more integral approach to a social phenomenon. A specialist can know a lot of a narrow viewpoint, and many times in issues that demand multi-casual or multifocal analysis, maybe the specialist stays too tied to his field of knowledge and cannot zoom out to a broader view. We've said this a million times. Somebody like 
Neil deGrasse Tyson, who has done all these years of schooling and reading from books and being told those books are the Bible. And basically, uh, he gets good grades and advances for his memorization and repeating of those documents. Again, go look up how many uh, scientific papers uh, the almighty scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson has submitted. And I believe the answer is one. And the reason he's submitted one is because that's required to be called an astrophysicist. But he's only submitted one paper. After that, everything else is just popularizing, repeating, and uh, regurgitating what he was taught. And again, when a specialist like that, he's too tied, too tied to his field of knowledge, just like we all laugh at when he was sitting in front of uh, Joe Rogan and was asked if he knew the curve formula for the Earth. And he had no idea what you were even talking about. Why? Because somebody that far along has never thought about the curvature of the Earth. Uh, it's a foregone conclusion when you ask, enter astrophysics that the Earth is a ball and that it cannot be questioned, which is the whole point of this video, if you think about the beginning. So I think that it's very important the role that social sciences can play in this case, because as I said, they permit an analysis from a historical point of view, sociological, cultural, philosophical, whatnot, so I think it has to play an important role in this case, and I have no doubt that it will be, it will move the grounds of analysis here in a medium and near future. Iru, excellent start. I can't wait to see the rest. Well, thank you, man. Uh, I, I really start notice that uh, some of the parts in English is going to be <laughs> at least uh, I'm going to, to correct. And also, I really like your voice, so maybe I, I'm going to contract you to put the voice over me. <laughs> just, <laughs> I think you know, just read at once and then I take care about uh, putting on top. Because I know there is, uh, you know, maybe knowing to start reading and lose the attention to images and, and right, the right. videos itself. So I'm going to maybe, you know, correct the subtitles. I'm going to keep it, the subtitles, but um, also maybe you can read it. It's only 10 minutes. How much it's going to cost to a friend like me? You're free. Free for you. Got to pay me for Thank that. you. No, I think it's great, and uh, yeah, I, I think you can find better voices than mine for sure. But well, I like your yours. Yeah, problems. And the people and the people I, feel. I'm, remember, I'm know, told that people fall asleep. People say they fall asleep to my voice. I doubt that's what you need for your documentary. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me think again. Yeah, yeah, think about it. Think about it for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So, okay. Austin, are you there? Austin wanted yeah, us to play I mean, this song. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to say, just to say something. Sorry, just cut in. Just to say something about what Rafa was saying there. Right. This is what is is going on, and I think there's already there's been people looking at space people and space, but the history the history has to be tackled uh, straight on, and uh, there's a need for people who who I think know about social research to spread the ideas as well some of what i call analytical tools which is what we would call it in in the field to different ways of analyzing stuff uh, and then a way of analyzing a method of analyzing things in order to really make strong cases from what we already done you know it's uh, it's you was the first all done sorry you was one of the first to do that type of analysis you mean me you say 
Yeah, yeah. With that, the first video you present us, the the, the anthropology video, you know, uh, approaching the new movement in 21 century about the flat earth. Right. Yeah, that was the the idea is to to actually bring it into that kind of discourse. And yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm trying to do. And, and uh, in fact, uh, and in fact, uh, uh, because Rodrigo mentioned the name Rafa, Rafa is the name. Rafael is the name of the sociologist, and he started making or he started, you know, approaching the flat Earth. Of course, he is a flat earther right now, uh, but because he saw your um, your presentation, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked. We talked to him. Yeah. It, it's great. Don't no, think that's that's great. That something came out of it, uh, and there's more to be coming out. This is what I mean. Trying to focus on. I decide. I mean, we have so much material, and and I think you know what I've been trying to organize with, with the people that that I've been, you know, people that have been coming to my channel and talking to me, uh, and anybody out there really, uh, to organize a way of looking into data like all the videos that Ido has produced Jaren and many others you know for instance that ba database that Alex has kept that massive database right there's a need to tackle particulars from that and make analysis you know digestive you know, get, you know imagine if if you get 10 people and each of them go to 10 different channels and they look for a specific theme and they cut clips from that and they share those clips in a way that's organizable, archivable in a database that's that, that's searchable. And you have all the different arguments collected in pieces of evidence. And that that is something that, that it, you could for for analysis wow. uh, for people who are willing to study this it would be very helpful, you know. Um, and, I, you know, I just yesterday on my stream, I was just looking at some stuff, looking at this astrophysicist who wrote this thing about, I mean, it's crazy. Like this guy wrote this thing saying that we can move the solar system. It was like the most ridiculous thing. He got it peer reviewed and published. I and, know, I, I, I saw that. And I, I, I kind of downloaded the paper to take a look at the paper, right? I was like, okay, let's take a look at this paper and start reading it. I was like, oh my goodness. And then in the, in the references, it had a, Carl Sagan paper from 1961, which is talking about contact with extraterrestrials and is funded by NASA. And I was like, okay, I didn't know about this. So, th so that's the kind of thing, you know, like anywhere you go, you find these kind of rabbit holes. And I mean, to read and analyze that Carl Sagan piece, you know, it's a, it's a large piece. It takes some effort. So I don't know. Uh, my, my role, my interest has been really in the research of the transformation, all kinds of questions that are highlighted in that first uh, documentary uh, thing that I did. But, uh, you know, it's being carried forward to a point now after, you know, how many conversations we had over 40, 42 on this one and Globus is all that. There's just so much stuff that is. is That's the is, hard part. Huh? People, yeah, people are needed. You know what I'm saying? To 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 take a look at these things if they really need to help, if they really need to, to to make a difference. Nobody can do it alone. Uh, we all have to kind of work together in whatever we can do, you know. But there's there's need for for others, people like Rafael, like the Iru said. You know, it'd be interesting to get back to see what where he's at right now and see what he what's going on, <clears throat> because it's been a while. I think when we talked, it was like two years ago. Uh, so, you know, that's the kind of thing that I think is, I believe is very important. 
which is kind of like basically ignoring all the trolling, all the censorship, and then just doing the work and getting it out there, whatever it is, if it's websites, if it's writing, I think is important. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think about this. So. No, no, that's, that's okay. No, and, and well, uh, you know, I am not a guy of letters or, or writing, so I am more a guy of filming and doing videos, so that's uh, yeah. it's why I, I, I start doing that uh series uh there is 10 chapter start with flat earth and finish with flat earth but in the middle the idea is to wake up people to this new world order and of course the main topic or, or the center topic is flat earth because for me it's the most important thing of all and the other are just uh, branches that uh, of course they are important too but uh you know the final the the the, the ultimate goal is trying to understand what uh, we are you know what we do here why we are here what what where we are exactly <laughs> you know mm -hmm. things like that but um, I, I hope and that's that... why it's impossible to stay on one thing right one thing leads to another it's exactly. really hard to to stay on one subject but there's just so much out there uh, and I think that that yeah it could happen that people come together but there needs to be some sort of way of organizing you know that i don't know if 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 we're there yet i think we kind of i think that censorship may be drawing us in that direction you know for for more collaborative uh, and the thing that's happening bob mentioned that like people coming in with longer projects for for dealing with uh, not just representing people which is what i hope which is always hoped um and yeah, I think, you know, like Rafa was su suggesting, if you just look into some social science, so anything I can pull off from my bag of, of stuff that I've been reading for, for 20 years, you know, I can connect to these issues too, because we've been talking about social control for, and, uh, you know, colonialism in general for so long, right? So there's there's a lot there that, that can be helpful to to kind of, in a way, get the discourse to 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 a level that it would be I don't know, it would be kind of matching you know, their bullshit, especially in in astronomy and, and archaeology, whatever exo bullshit that they have, all these exo stuff, that needs to be analyzed to shit, you know, brought to expose completely in its, in its full glory, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because that would be just a, a knockout blow in my opinion but uh and that you can make many videos out of that's the thing when, when you collaborate so, so for instance you really know has huge database of information you can demonstrate many times over like just like jaren with this stuff uh, many things that we say but if you get this two things at the same time where you have writings that inspire videos and videos that inspire writings the cycle is you have this is uh i think is a very productive cycle uh, of media that historicizes things in a way that, uh, that with, with the writing, I think, with the print, especially with print, if you can get things in print, um, because it, it really stamps uh, time and place as an artifact that comes out, and it is something to be referred to. Um, you know, it, it will be there in the future. If the internet falls down, you know, um, what are we gonna? What, how can we or, retrieve or get control it at the top level? Because maybe yeah. the internet is not going to disappear, but maybe it's gonna, you know, take so much control that it doesn't matter if it exists or not. You you are not going to find any alternative information. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and writing is the kind of thing that when you get a book that all of us probably, you know, identify with books that they were important for us. Uh, and you can go through it quite fast and it's meditative in the way that you take it at, as your, at your own pace. Uh, there's there's these differences about reading media, right, that, that are good as well. And the way you can spread them without having to deal with technology, especially the print media. But, you know, it, it's, it, yeah, it's not for, for everybody. It, uh, that's the kind of thing I, because I like to do that. And, and I'm, I'm going to be doing this. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's how I can help at least. Yuri, what is this article you sent me? Oh boy. Uh, was this Yuri sent it? So. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something that me, it's, you know, that, that article was uh, published just four, four hours ago. It's from a very well known. Uh, digital uh, portal uh, of uh, Spanish oh, company short. and the ridiculous thing is I don't know if they are boring about this quarantine because you cannot invent you cannot you know invent this type of uh, stories you know for just entertainment <laughs> and nobody can believe that this is real I, I mean for me it's a, it's a really really something that is impossible to be real but let's, if you read it, read it it's short. a very short one yeah. uh it's 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 hilarious i mean so it says a couple of the, flat earthers who wanted to find the end of the world were rescued at sea both had to spend 15 days in quarantine by the coronavirus but tried to escape an italian couple was willing to go to the end of the world to prove their theory that the earth is flat therefore in the month of april when italy was in full quarantine due to the coronavirus pandemic both decided to skip isolation and set sail for the island of Lampedusa in a boat. However, this couple from Venice got lost in the Mediterranean and ended up near Ustica, north of Palmero, or Palermo. 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 Fortunately, they were able to be rescued by the health worker at the service of the Italian Ministry of Health, Salvatore Zacchini. The funny thing about the subject is that they used a compass which works according to the magnetism of the Earth, a concept that as flat earthers, they should reject. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we reject compasses. Huh? The health yeah. worker told the Italian newspaper La Stampa, when the woman and man returned to the mainland, they had to spend two weeks in mandatory quarantine in the port of Palermo. Come on, man. However, the flat earthers tried to escape. <laughs> what? We are terrorists. <laughs> Although they did not succeed because they could not maneuver their boat and were again helped by the Coast Guard. A few days later, they tried to escape again and ended up in the home of a mythomaniac who claimed to have coronavirus, although fortunately it was not, explains Zucchini. When mobility restrictions were lifted in Italy, the flat earther couple were able to return to Venice. This is the dumbest story I've ever seen. Yeah, ever. that's a fake news, man. I got, but oh, boy. The, the, the article is reading in the, you know, standard newspaper, digital newspaper. It's not like uh, those type of sites where, you know, people just wrote articles making jokes. That was hysterical, dude, if we're being honest. Like, oh, that was pretty hilarious. Yeah, nobody, yeah, no, nobody give names, you know, this is the couple of that, but it's everything is just for saying that even the flat earthers need to make quarantine or what? I I, I don't understand the bottom line. Of it. Of uh, the whole thing is so it's funny. Stupid. It's, it's so... look stupid because they it says they got in a boat and they got lost in the freaking Mediterranean. Like right. they didn't even <laughs> get out the Mediterranean and they're trying to go to the end of the earth. 
<laughs> over and over, they just keep getting lost. It's like a movie or something. It's so funny. Talking about fake news, yeah. Says Galileo and, and was the, the most one important thing is that we reject Compass because right. uh, we are flat earthers, you know. Right. I refuse yeah, I, sp I spent some time in the east part of Italy once, and uh, from there they would say it's in the Ascoli Piceno region. There's this little town called uh, San Benedetto del Tronto, and it's a beach town. And there they say you can see Croatia. From, so how do you get lost, you know, going down from Venice? Because Venice is just north from there. Uh, you can see the other side. I mean, to get to Palermo, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just totally ridiculous, this story. But that's interesting, too, that you can actually see so Croatia dumb. from Italy. The one I like, whenever anybody says this, Galileo was the one who said the Earth is round because I see its shadow on the moon, which was not Galileo. But anyway, uh, the point of that, when people say that, they think that the shadow of the moon phases as the earth did you know that most people do right some people do that some people think that yeah it's not some it's a majority i mean if you went out and asked people <laughs> on the street if you went out and asked people on the street what makes the phases of the moon they would say really? the shadow of the earth the sun is going behind wow. the earth and causing the shadow and that's why we can't see part of the moon wow. but anyway. that's not even correct in their yeah they don't even know what they're yeah no they don't know their model again we <laughs> talked about it yesterday too it's so funny i mean if you ever try and tell a globe earther that the sun is closer to us during the winter they'll lose their mind no it's not what the model is like, right. yes it is <laughs> that's their model um we did get another super chat from cynical skeptic who said something very interesting he says the majority average of our collective consciousness makes our reality hashtag no shape earth anyone here believe that i've heard many people espouse this before and i've talked about it uh does our collective consciousness change reality to the point where because a majority of the world believes the Earth is a sphere and they believe Mars is a planet and they believe Jupiter is a planet, that that's what makes those things exist. Comment. I, I don't, I don't no think comment, so. But I, don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Well, first of all, you know, in my opinion, you have to go down to the idea of collective consciousness itself and understand how that doesn't work. And from then on, you just kind of give up on that. Uh, that that'll be my my way of doing it. Um, there's so many ways in which that doesn't work, but I, I'm not going to get into it now. <laughs> but but yeah, that's just for me. I don't think that happens. Otherwise, it's kind of we, we've been through some of this. But there is, you know, obviously the way you feel and what you believe will affect. There's attraction going on. There's other things that are happening that uh, they're not so simple, and also perceptions. And this is the, the, the key, the mind being an organ that can make you see things, your, the perception categories that you incorporate make you have that impression. You believe reality is something that it's, it's just a story you haven't checked. You know, it's a story that you, it's just so story that, you know, when you were a kid, you could just remember, you're asking why about why, so many whys and whys, and your parents just didn't have the answers and you just have to live with whatever you have. And that's kind of, that becomes a routine. And over 20, 30 years, you have no idea how you got the, the your, your beliefs in your mind, unless you, you go through some sort of meditative practice, going back to it and undoing it and so on. Yeah. Does anyone even think, again, I'm asking because I, I have an answer, obviously what I think, but I mean, if we're to believe in this collective consciousness or that people can change 
reality with their mind or can affect physical items. I mean, do you think it's possible for anyone in the world to make a, a, a plate crack, to bend a fork, to move something across a table? I, w- I would like to know your guys' opinion of that. Is that possible? Is that... Tele- telekinesis, they call it. Well, I guess it's more different than... Yeah, is that is that telekinesis when you can make something move? Yeah, that's the moving of something mm-hmm. from the distance, right? Tele from distance and kinesis is like cinema. It's the same root from Greek, so it's moving. So do you believe that that um, is possible anywhere? Well, there's, there was this Brazilian guy... Mm-hmm. That they could claim, they claim that he speak this word ha and whatever. It's Terry Morton, whatever guy that he could revive birds and animals. It's, there's all kinds of claims. I, I don't know, man. I don't know about reviving animals, but <clears throat> there's a channel that I watch. Uh, his name's it's Trevor Seven, but it's Robert backwards, and it's a telekinesis channel, and he does a bunch of videos. He even shows his fails. And he also shows videos from other people, like students uh, that take his free courses because he teaches people how to do it for free. And they'll even move objects that are inside of plastic containers. It's interesting. I mean, you know, of course, magnetism faked. All it could all be faked. I'm, you know, I'm not going to say it's not possible. But, but it, it. If you watch him and you listen to him, it's very compelling. And I've actually emailed back and forth with him because I talked with him a little bit when I was researching that stuff um, a while back. And he's a really nice guy. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, we know that if you, you talk to plants, you make them grow larger, right? That's the other thing. We, there's these energetic exchanges, right? You right. talked about, Karen, your, about the heart being like this distortion field and it's like a rope and everything and how that works and how every being has that right in the animal communication so these things are are, are i think they're real right yes yes yeah, so do i De- and I, that's where i wonder where you have to, where you draw the line because i i've never seen and i'd have to watch that guy's channel but i've just i've never quite gone as far as to say people can move physical objects but it's just because i haven't seen it Again, he does this one demonstration that I really like. He calls it chi bowling, where he has a set of like a group of cards that he makes stand up at the end of the table and he just bends them a little bit so they're standing on end. And he uh, brings up a chi ball, you know, and then he bowls it across the table like a bowling ball and he knocks the cards over. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And he does it with a mask on too so that like people can't say that he's blowing the cards over and it (laughs) is you know a long table that he's doing it at and it's robert backwards and seven yeah okay check it out and his icon is like it's the flower of life and he's a flat earther he doesn't really talk about it on his channel but he knows what's up (laughs) r2d2 sent another super chat says jaron please comment on john levi's crater earth video yeah we kind of talked about earlier i mean i it's uh, a tough one. I don't know how we can prove that. I mean, I think Karen said it best. Uh, when you're talking about the celestial, I, I don't know what the celestial items are. And so what is the the claim is that it's some sort of reflective mirror of the Earth? Yeah, something like that. And it'd be like, I guess they focus on some craters that have rims or so-called craters. Like, they're not, we know they're not craters, but whatever I mean, they are, we, we don't know what they are. Didn't we look at that uh, in the past and we saw that, like, it's inverted, right, in some areas, but not in others? 
that happens as well. That's the Dave Marsh's work that he's been looking at. That's really bizarre. How it kind of it looks embossed or something. Yeah. It looks like there's crazy. It's weird. The, the yeah. best one I saw was that one that Iru shared. Actually, Iru, you know what I'm talking about? It was. It yeah, was but like that's an not Instagram. the one that we're talking about with John Levi. Then I need to watch. No, it. Well, I, I... Th this is different. John okay. John Levi is different. The one I'm talking about is like as far as talking about the reflection. That's of, the one I'm uh, talking about. So I, that's why I thought maybe I'm t I'm discussing the wrong one. I'll have to watch the John Levi one and, and talk about it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either, so I don't know what which what version he's talking about. But I know the one that Iru shared a link to one time. It was a few months back. It was really cool. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. The one where that, you could it that, actually point out. That's the map on the moon? Yeah, it pointed out where New York is and where L.A. was. and But the whole thing seemed a little bit off to me because it was inverted, but north was still north and south was still... It, it didn't make sense. It didn't quite work out. Mm -hmm. I saw the areas they were pointing to, and some of them were a little bit of a stretch. But I'll check out John Levi's video. I have a note here to do so. Uh, Zaylor Raiden, thank you for the super chat. He says, from a biblical standpoint, then the cre from a biblical standpoint, the Creator breathed His spirits into man. His being plural, we all have our own souls, but share one spirit. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of people believe that. That flat fellow, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Fezuic Film says we need to get serious and make crowdfund to hire a lawyer and sue NASA and its moon landing. For fraud, embezzlement, it's not far-fetched thoughts. I don't, I don't think it is far-fetched at all. I think it's, it's a open and shut case. It's so easy to prove that they, they're being faking. Anybody can do it. And we collected, you know, some, some of the people around the, the panel here collected so much stuff. I mean, they, they have no chance. They have no chance well, that that happens. Talk to taboo i mean again i mean I, to me it's just they're not going to admit it it's it's too important to this country it's too important to the belief in american superiority um it's very much important to the american spirit uh, i mean they, they've used that and they still use yeah. it to this day it's so important to them and i think they do it in a way where you know i don't know if you could really prove um, damages again even if you look at how much uh, money they would owe every person I don't think it's a, a terrible amount I mean if you look at yeah if you look at space spending but again you have to prove what you know financial loss don't you well all the money sue. that goes into it I mean how much is it you know the budget better than anyone yeah I think what 22 billion um, 22 billion a year let me look that up real quick. I, that's twenty-two over billion. If you make the make the calculation back to when they started, it being all a fraud and all the money they funneled in. I mean, <laughs> it's so funny. I just I just reset looked up the universe. I just looked if up twenty-two. That, well, I just you looked reset up the universe. Twenty-two billion dollars divided by three hundred and thirty million people. So if you're just looking at NASA, how much their budget mm -hmm. is divided by all the people, it's sixty-six point six six. So it's sixty six dollars a person. So it's not it's, it's that's not a way to look at I me. Mean, it's sixty six dollars a person a year. And even even if we say, oh, they've been spending that much for fifty years, which is not true because they've been spending a lot less every year in the past, right? It's only right. only twenty two billion this year. But let's say that we said it is twenty two billion every year for the past fifty years, and you multiply that by fifty, then they each they owe each person three thousand bucks. 
So, yeah, but I mean, the thing is, you don't have to divide that between each person. You can get all that chunk of money and say you're going to put into education some sort of way. I don't know. You can put it to something else that people can benefit from. I have no idea. Something better than what they do. <clears throat> that would not be so hard. <laughs> you know, undoing what they did, at least, you know, an education program to undo all the trash. That would be good use of that money. Yeah, I just, I wonder how they'll ever admit that. That's why I think something else is coming. <laughs> That's why I think hmm. that, um, You mean with Space Force or something like this? Or? No, just, I mean, you know, when I've talked before about some sort of reset event or something, it seems like they, hmm. they're able to keep kicking this out because they, I don't know. I mean, if they know they're never going, then what is, they must have some sort of end game, and that end game might be... Uh, something that's kind of a reset where we all forget about it or something. I don't know. Just a the great topic. reset. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it would be, but I don't know if it's a financial one or if it's a. Um, I mean, if, if if the finances of the United States crashed and, and crumbled, well, then NASA would never be required to finish off anything that it's so-called doing. Right. The dollar is down now. You know this, right? It went down. People in Brazil are celebrating. <laughs> it's like because for us, it's, it's terrible that how much the dollar went up because it. I think it went double what it used to be. Um, and now it's going down in the last few days. Um, well, so we were talking about it yesterday. I mean, it's pretty crazy when you think about what they could do with food and how, you know, I was watching Ice Age Farmer talk about it. I mean, they planned something. I mean, you know, the Soros-funded group uh, and John Podesta had this simulation five years ago for a food shortage in 2020. No yeah, so I mean, when you see, again, and then what is coming, I mean, when we saw what happened with stupid toilet paper um, in right. the United States, I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, if, if something like that happened with food, and the sad thing is a lot of us have done smart things about we have a garden, right? But like I asked Dave Weiss yesterday, who has a garden, or, you know, I might have a garden. When, 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 when we really look at it and you say, okay, let's say food, the food industry goes down or the... Um, the ability to get food into stores and all of a sudden we we're in trouble. I mean, how long would your garden last? I mean, mine would last not very long. two weeks. Not very, yeah, know? not very long. I mean, we'd, I'd, be out of, I'd be out of cucumbers and tomatoes in two weeks. So and You need a, quite a cooperative to keep things. You can you can have a communal garden where it's just for, for doing intensive agriculture. That right. can happen without any control from, from companies. But people have to organize to get that done. Uh, doing your own garden in your backyard is probably not going to cut it. No, not in a kind of massive food shortage. No, I don't know if that's coming. I mean, I'm just saying a lot of people are th saying that something is happening like that or something like that is on the way. Um, and again, I used to say, oh, no, I'm not a doom and gloom. But I mean, they've got the whole world wearing masks at this point. It's just ridiculous. So, and you know, it's like they're already, it kind of reminds me of the depression or some kind of situation like a Hunger Games situation. Think about the way your store looks now. Everybody wearing masks. Everybody standing six feet apart. Um, it's as if they're prepping for something. Just saying it's as if. It doesn't mean that's what's happening. Uh, Rhino sent a super chat. It says, Eero rules. Eero. Getting a lot of love today. Thank you, um, man. Thank and you. as far as a you know court case or some sort of uh, you know crowdfund to hire a lawyer, we have Taboo. We have Ben. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk with Ben and see what he thinks. I mean, he might have an idea of something that you could point out or say or do but again the problem always becomes uh, their word against yours right we go to court and say well, we don't think they're in space and they say here's evidence of us in space here's spacewalks i mean what are you going to do there is no independent it's not like another case where you 
can say, I don't think, I think this company's frauding me. And then there's some evidence that there's fraud. And then you can have some investigation uh, into that company to see whether or not it's a fraud. Well, what are you going to do? Send some, some police officers to space to verify that they're there? And, and you, you think, guys, that maybe uh, NASA is going to use the tactic of the 9-11? You know, may, maybe someday, like Chernobyl or something like that, maybe someday they're going to, you know, make some type of uh, disaster that justify the close of NASA? Yeah, you know, because well, I think so. Yeah. What they're going to do? They are going to keep going and going, you know, making promises about where they're going to do. Yeah, I, think... saw, I saw a story about the, how the, in the ISS there's been a leak for I don't know how long. And yeah, I saw that. able to find it. And, you know, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, if they wanted to, but... to do something like this, the ISS would be what to explode. <laughs> yeah, know, but it could be much more easy than that. Because, for example, I just going to drop some ideas. But maybe if you, for example, kill a few hundred of uh, operators in some type of explosion of some type of waterhouse you don't not you don't you know uh, you don't need even to destroy the supposedly ISS you just can say well we're gonna close the program so all the astronauts that are in the ISS come uh, down to the ground uh, we're gonna leave the spaceship there just you know whatever but I just, you know, drop this idea because I don't know where they going to stop uh, lying <laughs> and getting money from the taxpayer. You know, I mean. Well, sorry, I'm eating something. But um, you, do you think there's a chance that they could push it out far enough that the CGI work starts to be? Oh, that's completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that is something dangerous for us because right. uh, if they I know push that it out 20 uh, they, years, they, they push it out 30 years. Just think about if they're already telling people right now, oh, we'll be able to go to Mars in the 2030s. But with the way they push everything out, if that's moved to the 2050s, 2060s, um, all of a sudden, would would CGI, would um, AI be in, indistinguishable really? from reality and at which point maybe yes. that's what they're pushing out for is the fact that they can't fake the moon like they need to now now maybe in 1970 they thought by 1990 they'd be able to fake the moon again and then they got to 90 and they said oh it's still not indistinguishable from reality enough we have to push it out 2000 now we have to push it out 2010 now we have to push it out yes. 2020 yes. and you keep pushing it out until which is kind of inevitable I, I mean it won't i don't think it'll ever be exactly like reality but already I mean, you can't tell the difference in some of these TV shows. I mean, there's nobody who can sit there and say, oh, this TV show is filmed on location or this TV show is filmed on a green screen. Uh, it's it's indistinguishable. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the thing is that they, for me, uh, the CGI thing is a reality. Uh, I mean, I know David Weiss, he spent a lot of money doing that fake ISS uh, green screen, but <laughs> the reality is that for me, which I am a guy from the the, 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 the computer animation uh, industry, I am not a super expert, but I am, you know, I work with that. I make on my daily basis research because I like to be at the verge of the la of the uh, you know most uh, new techniques and things like that. But when I saw so, sometimes when I see the ISS, uh, they they make, you know, they are not 
so bad uh, faking the space, uh, particularly with liquids and you know tiny details. They they screw up when the astronaut is involved, not the object. Uh, you know uh, what I'm trying to say. I mean, when the astronaut trying to make those uh, acrobatic movement things like that, especially in the past, you can see the trick. You know, you can see the cables that was, uh, you know, erased uh, in post-production or, or just painting in green or things like that. But if you start to compare, uh, you know, the ISS from the 2010, 2013 and uh, to our days, the, the they really get better. Right. They really get better. And that is something to take into account because if you extrapolate that between now and maybe 15 years in the future, of course, with the help of uh, AI and all the uh, computer uh, graphic industry could be indistinguished. Yeah, especially, I mean, remember, from, we, uh, remember we did the green screen technology show on my channel, Iru? Yes, from you, Altan Render, yes. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Yeah, and that's just, a, that's a consumer level product. Yes. And okay. that includes shadows, and that includes reflections. Uh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Objects, interactions, and all they need is just maybe what two more generation to brainwash. You know, trying to uh, erase the the moon landing in the past. Uh, you know, um, with uh, music uh, clips and with new TV series, with new movies. You know, trying to. Bring that uh, new, quote unquote, new moon landing into the brain of the new generations. And suddenly, you know, you are not going to have any more records from the past because even those records is going to be uh, restored, you know, trying to present more quality to the people. We have this HD restore, HDDDDD restore, you know, thinking 20 years in the future. So they have the tools. To make that happen yeah interesting very interesting all right well we wanted to watch this uh, is austin still here i know he said he had to leave no, yeah yeah what's up bro how's it going austin um all right i didn't know you have a little sister how old is she is she awake to the deceptions of this world um <laughs> partially yeah yeah that's a good answer partially she goes she goes to school in knoxville Oh no, not public education. Don't yeah. do it. Uh, Austin brought this song to our attention. I have not seen it. Oh, it's from a while, ways ago. Yeah, right, I've never seen it. It's pretty awesome. Never seen it either. Let's see. It's called, uh, no, I forgot the name of it. Uh, Steve Grant Diet Woke. Enjoy. I know lots of things. Yeah. I do not care about your raps, I do not care about this track, I do not care, I guess I am rare, yes, I hear the trash, take it out back, oh you can't hear it, you must have your ear to the cash, itching, I'm itching a spaz, I do not hack, but yes, I'm still with the mask, snatch a beat right out the mainstream real quick, fuck around, yeah, we gon' remix it, we got you spinning, and now you dizzy, you looking like Disney, seeing sixes, all these agendas, and all these false flags, how many times till it gets familiar, they multiplied so many times, they form an align to normalize the pedophilia, half of these rappers, yeah, this shit getting handled, they're gone, with one snap of my finger, yeah, Thanos. Yeah, I see your eyes, your shit be shining, but how many of those innocent African children had to die for those diamonds, huh? Tell me. 
They wonder why they've been living all so divided With all those rooms in that big ass mansion With the homeless family sitting right outside it A thousand bodies died for that outfit And you ain't cleaning the blood off it Your favorite celebrities got blood on the hands Marina Abramovic, Hillary Clinton She's gonna send out a hit if you leak in those documents If you a holistic doctor They gon' pop your Tasha secretly off a bridge Exposing them, smash the internet yeah. Cause we don't fuck with no fake shit Nah, NASA images Yeah, thanking your highnesses yeah. For paying the scientists Yeah, you kneel for the anthem, huh? But you still play for the Zionists Damn, uh, yeah, they trying us They splash subliminals The Super Bowl, the halftime show No, 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 that's a ritual Global warming, climate change Next year will be a new name With a new tax and a new op And a new fear for a flu strain Oxitec's the new wow. in the row And they teamed up with the synagogue of Satan yes. Did he say a new fear for a new flu strain? Yeah oh, Awesome Yeah, dude, he gets, it's super awesome <laughs> By the way, this video is from June 30th, 2019 well before your very deadly watch out kill your grandma virus i'm a change next year will be a new name with a new tax and a new op and a new fear for a flu strain oxitex the new dr moreau and they teamed up with the synagogue of satan yeah i see what you be doing q but i still don't trust the administration nope they drinking adrenochrome straight from a child's throat you sitting down with that vegan meal but you still drinking a diet woke <laughs> lady liberty screaming covered up in that black burger they looking at me like i'm the devil but i don't see him though matt murdoch all these dark occultists and globalists the ones causing a mass murder they try to swerve at me throw the curve at me <laughs> so i had to flat earth them listen boy i don't care what you say and all the bullshit that he said she said all i care is about you waking up if you don't you're gonna get hurt him you need that let the 5g spread and you're gonna see there's a bunch of pissed off and stressed americans Say hi to my friends. They're all domestic terrorists. Steve Grant, where is this guy? Whoa. I want to hear some more. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? How, how, I never heard that. Wow. Heard it either. Nice. All right, everybody. Uh, link will be in the description. Steve Grant, Diet Woke. Find it on his channel, which is Steve Grant. Let me see. Has he done anything else recently? That's the last upload. Oh, don't know where he went. He has a video from a year ago, Stop 5G Florida. Anyway, check him out if you want. And uh, yeah, I'd never heard that before. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. He threw flat in there a couple times, you know, referenced NASA images. And so that had a flat earth. I mean, that's pretty crazy that you haven't heard of it. I mean, self evident why, you know, obviously it's not being promoted. Right. <laughs> How did you find out about it, Austin? Jose Meza sent me from 24-7 Flyer Discord. Yeah, he sent me. I was like, wow, I can't believe I haven't heard of this. Have you heard a lot of Flat Earth music? There isn't a ton. There isn't a ton. Um, God, have you heard the one by Chris Smiley? We've heard that one. Maybe. I just have to hear him. I've heard a few. Uh... Talking flattered songs. Chris smiling. Uh, there's a couple good ones out there. Uh, is Karen still here? Yes. Is it Chris Smiley? Smiley? Who's the guy that did the live performance in uh, Denver on stage? The rap oh. song. Smiley Chris. Oh my gosh, I don't remember. Oh boy. Maybe I gotta check the chat in a second. Somebody will help me out. Here he is, Smiley Chris Raps. Here we go. Here there we go. you go. 
Um, and I gotta find a song. What What do you th What do you think about? Uh, well, I I don't want to change. No, go ahead. Uh, Talk about whatever. Topic. No, the, this, anyway. this uh, Neuralink uh, thing with a pig. <laughs> the, the Neuralink. Oh. The Neuralink, yes. They, they, oh yeah, Elon put they, the chip they, in the pig's brain or yes. something. And what happened? Yeah. Clown world. I don't know. Oh, they showed you a pig. Type it, type it on they Google just showed and, you a pig. That's all that happened. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know this. <sighs> Here, bring it. No, yeah. it just looks like a pig to me. Can you show so, it, Iru? No. I look for this song. Hold on, or I'll, give me a second. I'll look for this and then we'll. Look okay, no, no, take it, take your time, and it's your show. I'm not but, saying that I don't think you could put a chip in a pig's brain i mean it's obviously something you could do yeah but if you saw that you you don't see any direct confirmation of or or maybe i am so stupid that i don't understand exactly what is the advantage of that pig to have the implants because the only thing that they do is they show like a monitor showing heartbeat signals and this, you know, the, the monitor started beeping, beep, beep, when the pigs receive food. So, <laughs> I, I okay. maybe, maybe I understand that. Maybe it's in my bad and, and the pig is a genius and he formulates new equations to reach the moon. Oh, Elon. Yeah. That's just but, weird. Why, you know, it's just weird. It was weird, exactly. I, I want to see some type of animal, some kind of animal that maybe show a little more of, uh, you know, the process or, or the advantage to have that implant. Because the pig, I, I believe the pig is going to start talking or making, you know, a chat with people via WhatsApp. No, I don't know. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> but <laughs> why they use a pig? Well, that is another question. Maybe. If they have similar yeah, the other reasons. They have similar DNA to humans, right? Humans. Uh, yeah. Bankers. Bankers. Real relative to this other. Yeah. Okay, so I'm reading well, it yeah, right here. Clown world. Yeah. Uh, so here's the pig. I guess Elon Musk shows off. Get this thing out of my face. What's going on? Okay. Thank you. Uh, shows off a working brain implant in pigs. So again, explain this to me now, Yuru. I haven't. Well, I, I believe I did a good explanation. Okay. In a live-streamed event that began characters to the late, <laughs> Musk unveiled three not-so-little pigs. One that did not have an implant from his brain-computer interface company, Neuralink. One that had been implanted in the past, and Gertrude, who currently has a prototype of the device. Gertrude shuffled around her pen, sniffing the ground and eating, while loud beeps and blips filled the air, and a display showed real-time spikes in her brain activity. Must explain that Gertrude had the implant inserted in her head two months before, and it is connected to the neurons in her snout. This is all bullshit. Anybody who believes this is out of their mind. Uh, when she touched something with her snout, it sent out neural spikes that were detected by more than a thousand electrodes in the implant. I mean, what do people think that it's doing? Okay, hold on. But click play. Click play on the video. This one here? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I saw the full presentation. Yes. Do you believe it? I don't know if that one. What? And do you believe it? I believe it. No, no, I am not believing anything okay, <laughs> came you. from Elon Musk, but I, I didn't understand. The... Well, couldn't it be just sensors? They put a, they put a little device in the pig's nostrils that have sensors, and that's it. 
could be something like that. That is the live event. Uh, everyone with mask, you know. Oh boy. Yeah, for, that, for that, that brain monitoring to be just electrodes, right? They're not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there was a man who did this a very long time ago. His name was Jose Delgado, and he did it with a bull. This is um, a long time ago, though. It's like back in like the 60s. But what does it prove? What what good is it? That Elon Musk is going to take a lot of money from us yes. and <laughs> without any proof. Yes, that's the idea it. that people would, would be willing to put implants in their brains, you know, unless they're kind of, you know, blind for life, because that's kind of the excuse that they develop some of these technologies. I mean, what's yeah. the point? The point is that supposedly, and that it's going to be the, the serious part, uh, which is going to allow people that are blind to recover the you know right. the, the the property right. of yeah, how did you ever decide to make such a big decision as to put a chip in your brain uh well they showed me a, a video of a pig and listen well, you can, they show listen they to the sounds like you can hear the robot to do the, the surgery things and oh. blah, blah 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 but listen to the sounds the beeps you're hearing are real-time signals they land on Mars. The curiosity <laughs> land on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The implant in the pig's brain <laughs> is a prototype. <laughs> 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 oh. Let's see. It's just so what. As you can see, uh, we have a uh, healthy and happy pig. Well, you know, kind of loving life. And uh, she has the implant for two months. What? There is no hope. There is no oh hope for the future of our generation. Now. The question is, can the Neuralink chip allow you to summon your Tesla? Mask, like an idiot. No. <laughs> Talking about implanting what? a chip in your brain. And he said a... it can summon his Tesla just by him thinking about it. Right here. And the question is, can the Neuralink chip allow you to summon your Tesla telepathically? That's a joke. At least, at least, of course, you know, at least, at least he, the king doesn't get to wear a mask. Oh boy. Of course, you can the entire procedure done by a robot. You can say yes to anything, and that doesn't mean it's going to happen. No. <laughs> can you drive your Tesla telepathically? Yes. Your trip? Yes. Yes. Definitely. So awesome. All right, guys, I gotta get out of here. Don't take a chip in your brain. That's uh, not a good decision. And everyone, uh, wait. You have to tell me if you. You have to tell me if you've heard this song before. You haven't heard the Kyrie Irving science class rap. No. Have you ever been under the impression that we actually live on a globe? You're a sucker and a pawn of the globalists looking to keep you living in ignorance. But don't take my word for it. Noted flat earth truther and future former Cleveland Cavaliers player Kyrie Irving is unfortunately helping to spread the conspiracy among our nation's children. While speaking to NPR, middle school teacher Nick Gurul said that his students, thanks to Irving, staunchly believe that the world is flat. The educator said that he has tried to get the students to understand that the world is indeed round to no avail. The influence of Irving was just too strong. There's this point that we all come to where you want to really, really, really question things. Wow. But in our society, you're, you're frowned upon yeah. when you ask. You're frowned upon when you want to learn more knowledge about something that makes someone else feel uncomfortable. Neil deGrasse can't debate these facts if he wanted to. Earth is flat and stationary, kids, that means it doesn't move. When confronted with these proofs, liars get uncomfortable. Because it's true that the truth can make a liar lose his cool and kind. 
Kyrie Irving comes to school, science teachers run away. Flat Earth's got 200 proofs that they're afraid to debate. When he says it to their face, that their NASA picks are fake. The expressions that they make can always make my day go. NASA's been tricking us all. Gravity isn't a law. Ha ha, your whole reality's flawed. Thinking you spin on a ball. But, uh, yeah, it isn't your fault. You just repeat what you're taught. Repeating and teaching your students this small. And they evolve somehow out of nothing at all. Have you ever really questioned the nonsense that you were teaching or the superstitious pseudoscience shit you're repeating like We're from a big bang, our ancestors are algae, water curves to the earth thanks to the magic of gravity uh, Planes flying straight lines, water lies in straight lines, don't horizon lines form horizontal straight lines No matter how high, there's never a curve, Geeking. observe it for yourselves You haven't heard that one? No, no I have not. No. Oh, that's good nope. stuff. I'll send you a link. Enjoy the rest of it. Right. And I think I just got a copyright for playing that song. But oh well. What are you do? I want to show it to you. <laughs> Happens. All right, Austin, take it easy. Is there any Ostradamus things we need to know about? Uh. Should we be ready for anything? Do we need to be prepared for anything? Something coming? Who's going to win the presidency? Uh, there's no way you can predict a little sigh What's up? Is Joe Biden going to win? What's your, what's your prediction? I want your prediction no. right now, 9-4-2020, who will be president January 2021? Trump. Blowout. All right. You heard it here first from Nostradamus. All right. Go say hi to your sister. All right. Yeah. Peace yeah. out. Much love, guys. Later, later, later. <laughs> Bye-bye. So Jose, Jose Delgado used to do... Uh, bowl implants huh? and what good were these so he could here's what i don't understand so what is the what does the pig do yeah, with the nobody implant understand. nobody understand not even Shit. elon musk understand what they are he's doing i want to see the pig use its brain to call the tesla over for example yeah. or, or at least open a door yeah open a door or um, bring a food dish to him or fill the food dish or and even I don't something know what that special proves. Something special. Yeah, this, Something thing, that, this thing. This thing. That, be, yeah. It's kind of obsession with robots that people have, right? It's and like AI they want these whole... kind of freaking servants, you know, that yeah. catch their freaking shoes and brings to them. And... I always said, I mean, I always okay. told you guys that somebody told me in the past, I don't remember who it was, but they were the smartest person I ever told. And this is the thing, I don't remember who it was. But they told me if you ever want to make money, you have to invent something that makes people's lives more lazy. And at first, it's like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. I don't even remember you know, who it was. So I was like, this is ridiculous. That's not true. Um, and then you look at life around you, and everything that's making money is because you're making people's lives more lazy. I mean, that's why Uber did so well. That's why um, D D DoorDash does so well. All these things are making people want to walk out to the curb and press a button on their phone and be picked up in a, in a car and taken to where they want to go. People want to sit home and have food delivered to their front door. Have you seen the comedian? I don't know who the comedian is. I saw him recently. He was talking about Amazon now. He's like, Amazon, no. you know, they've been trying. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. It's so funny. He's like, people want Amazon now. I want it now. <laughs> I want it before I think about it. I want it at the door uh -huh. yesterday. It's so true. It's like, yeah. When will people yeah, be yeah, happy? Yeah, they could probably do that. Yeah, probably. Alexa already.
Yeah, it's like you're just thinking about it. Or now they know, right? You bought paper towels last Thursday, and the average using of a paper towel, it, it's controlled. It's hooked up to the system uh, due to the Internet of Things. And so as soon as you run out of that last paper towel, it reorders the paper towels for you. That's what people want. People well, want it, it, wasn't there an Amazon commercial? I think that this woman gets a gift, and it's like gift for a woman that got pregnant, and she doesn't even know... Right. she's pregnant because Amazon knows that by her changing her buying patterns, it indicates that she's probably pregnant. Oh, I've heard of a lot of things like that. I heard of some dad who got all pissed off at Target because his like 16-year-old daughter started getting coupons in the mail or something for her being pregnant and whatever. He went to Target to complain, like, what are you doing? You're trying to get my daughter pregnant you're making her think about having a baby she's only 16 and then it turned out a week or two later she told her dad she was pregnant and then he had to go down and apologize to target and he didn't know that basically had picked up on like her search habits and figured out that she was pregnant um billy zig sold that and also sold that information to somebody correct sender uh yeah pampers commercial yeah exactly yeah it wasn't like she was searching on target somebody sold it to target basically um, you know, her search history that she was searching probably things like, you know, what to do when you're pregnant or what's it going on the first month of pregnancy, whatever she searched on her internet, queued up Target somehow with information selling to send her these coupons. Uh, Billy Zig says, can you guys see the moon right now? I can see the sun and the moon in the sky in Australia. I'll take some footage with the P900. Right now? I don't think I can. But uh, I, can, I could see the moon right now, I think. Let me see. Yeah, you can. Uh, the United States probably cannot, according to the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Dave Weiss, please send uh, me dollars. Right here, see. right in front of me. It looks like it's what three quarters full ish. It's coming up where I am. Or oh, it's already up in the sky. It's like forty-five degrees up in the sky. And uh, what three quarters full? I can't see it because it's behind clouds right now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have in front of me too. Yeah, it, the flat Earth map says it's over Asia, coming towards Africa. Yeah, impossible. I have over my house right now. But not yeah, not it should st- be not straight above your head. Be. Forty-five degree angle, right? You're maybe maybe. Oh uh, well, yes, yes, yes. Not above your head. And by the way, folks, Iru is not in Argentina. Otherwise, it would be very confusing. He is in uh, Switzerland. Yes. If you if he was in Argentina, he would not be able to see him. Right and the United not States, I don't think. Not at that moment. Not at the moment. According to the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, David sent me a dollar. Get it on your iPhone or on your Google Play, or whatever it's called. Uh, let's see here. Did I have anything else to show? I don't remember what else I had here. Um, uh, did you see? It? We, we we looked at it a little bit yesterday, but I looked into it a little bit more. Uh, this is that whole Rocket Labs thing. Did you see this, Hero? Rocket Labs uh, launched something. The weird thing is, I didn't know. It's weird that this is streamed live. Like I was like, is this a live stream of 13 minutes long? And it takes like a almost two minutes for the intro, and then it gets to this launch thing. And look at this video, though. I mean, what is this supposed to be here? How much of the world is this supposed to be? I mean, it's so obviously a, <laughs> a fish-eyed lens just looking at the ground and it, you know, circulating it, making it a It's where circle. we'll innovate and explore. Um, and then they switch, right? I mean, how are you supposed to know the difference? Is this supposed to be real? 
And then the next view, like this is clearly CGI. They're going to uncover new worlds. Hero, did you know about this rocket lab sending its first satellite into orbit, supposedly? Uh, no, I, I saw the last week uh, Argentina pay to send a new um, satellite the, to form uh, the unique constellations of three satellites, two from Argentina and one from Italy, for uh, radar, the, 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 newest, uh, the newest and the only radar antenna to, you know, help people to make better decisions in agriculture which is a slogan that they use between five years all the time. They're going to put uh, a satellite to prevent flood, to prevent volcanoes, to prevent the glaciers to, smel to melt, things like that. Uh, the SAOCOM 1B, and we contract um, SpaceX. But this one, no. I've never seen this channel before. It's, it's funny because I used to do this looking at Gigapan, but this guy's channel is called Mars Anomalies and Beyond Miniature Intelligently Made Objects Found on Mars. From This is from yesterday. You ever seen this channel? Let's hear this guy. Never. Probably never. we're going to look at first. Okay. And then there's a little part right on the, on the right on Earth, side sir. we're going to have a look at. And okay. maybe a quick uh, couple other pieces, right? Okay. But just to give you an idea now. If you were standing next to this rover, your head would probably be right around here. Okay. okay? You'd be looking right at it. Because what's mm -hmm. taking the photo is the mass cam, looking at its own mm. arm and turret, right? Okay. So if you were to look at this, you could walk right over there. My guesstimation, it's about the size of your hand, maybe two of your hands put together. But okay? It's... And you see what I mean. Like I said, these I'm objects, you guys have to go, oh, I recognize these. These were last year. You had done these. Now, before I show you what I'd done in this video and how I brought up more detail, see, check these out, guys. Okay, what do you found? It's gonna be, what, do you get, what do you got here? He had, uh, and again, uh, when sights. I did this video uh -oh. about these very objects, mm -mm. like I said, we What's have something right here. Rock? Uh -oh. And oh, if it's a rock, it's a transparent straight. end. We have what looks like a box right here. A box? Underneath. Down the rock. Oh, under the box. Under the rock. What looks and, like and a silver end it. You can see a black box right here. <laughs> black box. Two white. What? No. One here. <laughs> white <laughs> black. What is this? Black. What is this guy black smoking? Box. I want some. Black box matter. This is the new uh, <laughs> Mars weed you can get. It's really good. Intelligently yeah. made objects found on Mars. Come on, Barter. <laughs> Come on, let's believe it. I want to. Isn't life? Life is better if we just believe this. Like, oh yeah, there's a black box. Iru, what do you think that black box is? Let's listen. Have like uh, a I silver. I'm trying to find the part which is black. I see like a white well, thing and a shadow. Just pretend like that, that this is black. under a rock. Yeah, but pretend this is a black piece and it's got the silver end. Okay. Cool. And again, there's you transparent rock. Also, we have what looks, I call it the hood. Oh, the you hood? you see right here, it goes up like this, goes around. It's a rock, dude. Down, <laughs> down ah, it's right a complete here. rock. See that right here? It just starts right here, goes up. That's not a hood. Goes up and over and comes back down, right? It's a piece Which of rock. What looks like something round no. inside it. It's almost <laughs> like a hood, right? And it has this piece here. No. Now, I guess some people think this is a rock because yes. the way they blended it. It actually looks like, if you look at it another certain way, it kind of looks like a flat rock here. Right. But wait a minute. Then what's this piece right here the rock. that looks much brighter than this rock? 
So when I looked at it, it looked like some kind of weird hood type thing. A hood? Now, is it possible it is two different things? Okay, but what is this? <laughs> oh, man. At the very end, um, this guy's got, got a lot of time in his hand. 57.4 thousand subscribers. That's pretty good. See, I think he's on some hallucinogenics. Oh, he got closer. Oh, he, yeah, there you go. Now we'll find a black. Closer. Can't make out at all what it is, but right here, this thing, I'm not sure what that is, but that doesn't look like a rock. Oh, that's what I Okay. I would use it, but like, if a guy smelt like that too, I'd... And neither does these other objects underneath. Yeah, cause this it's all is some fake. kind of mechanism, and it looks like it has some Me kind of pivoting point right here. Oh yeah, it's a mechanism. Like it kind of goes up <laughs> no, down, these guys like too much. Man. I mean, wow. Oh man, I should just make a joke channel where I do that. I mean, it'd be so much fun. Yeah, that's the thing. You get a bunch of subscribers and get it rolling. And he's looking at one oh image God, of the desert. Too, and you'd make tons of money, and then when you get like five hundred thousand subs, just. Ooh, oh, a little, like again, a, a little giraffe. Thing. Let me see how it's kind of like that. Let's, let's see. Uh, impression. Let's get in here. Okay. Okay, where's that? Oh, it's a little... Oh, right here. Now, I don't know about you guys, but it's a metal something or other. It's a metal, now, it's a metal I reindeer. I around and I called it like a steel dinosaur because it almost looks like the head. It's like a little black eye right there. I can see that. And looks like little arms sticking out of the front of it. Now, clearly, that's not a metal dinosaur. Huh. However, whatever it is, it's reflecting. Snake it has steel. Animals. It's something that's on the ground, and it kind of looks like a little animal, if you ask me. I'm not saying that's what it is, but either way you look at it, that's pretty funky. That's that's pretty. I cool. would admit that's pretty funky. It's a door. It looks like a door handle. I yeah, can't really can't really explain <laughs> yes. that on Devon yeah, Island. Yeah, like a door handle. Yeah. And I find it very interesting. Like I said, when you look oh, at he's that, live right now. the other objects I just showed you. See. So from Cardiff, Wales. What's going on, Nathan? Good to see you in there. Oh, oh give it. Give it. I guess uh, be, yeah, uh, type are, something in the chat, man. You guys around there, or? Well, they're just breaking into the morning time there. <laughs> he has like a Templar t-shirt with that crops. Pete Ferrero, he said, NASA, where's the biological information of Mars? They had to take see. substance. Even the Aztecs grew food on sides of mountains. Absolutely. Make like it anyone get crazy. I tried it. So Mars is on Earth. Space travel is fake. He didn't which they found back in 1975 from the oh, man, Earth is um, flat a few times. He's wearing Occupy times. Mars hat. Give us the link. Hey, guys, yeah, give us the links and get <laughs> all Here we go. the lander <laughs> chat they, to you know, this channel. Yeah. Samples from the soil. And they transmitted back this compounds and they knew what the soil was made of. At least in that case. And what they did was. They simulated it here on Earth, and all it does is use a little volcanic ash and mixed it together. And guess what? It grew better than most places here on Earth. So you're trying to tell me that there's no growth at all on this planet? I don't believe that. There's got to be some kind of growth, and it at least it is the Earth, uh, microbial dude, life, and I believe mac macro as well. Capital letters drop is going to be more present. Yes, Mauricio Rocha, what's going on? Good to see you there, man. See, she's saying so Mars is, is, people. is simulated on the Earth or something like that. He's looking this. at these, uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that movie, it's funny because, well, it wasn't funny for him, but they literally seen all these dead people that were dying from diseases and everything else, and I forget exactly what the major cause okay. of it was, but they Chat were me. literally dying in the streets, right? So they were literally <laughs> taking these people, he happens to go out, and he's seen these garbage trucks pick these people up and throw them in the back. Well, he decides to follow the garbage truck, and, <laughs> oh, man. It goes to some plant, and they're literally chopping people up and putting them in these glass jars, and they're what? selling it on the on the 
and the shelves, and it was the cheapest <laughs> food you could buy. Because I think olives is like five hundred dollars of like a glass jar, right? No, it was I like lost. outrageous uh, money for stuff. And um, uh, but soil and green was actually oh, people. He said soil and green is people. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right about that. We chat. almost had free energy, <laughs> but it never happened. Well, you know, the powers that be are going to stop all that. No money in free energy, right? But now they're starting to see the, the benefits to it. Um, I'd love to be able to have a, a good solar array out here. I mean, I've got an electric car myself, and I've got a hybrid. Um, I would love to have, and just get it right from the sun, boom, right to there. Because people's argument is like, well, your car's not really free, man. Uh, you, you're getting it off, um, you know, you're plugging into the wall. Yeah, I know, but it's onto this huge power plant. And we actually have a hydroelectric plant, so in a sense, it's kind of free, right? But um, <laughs> even the one we're tapping off... Look at the chat. So Come large. on, man. My electric car is squat, and he uses nothing on that thing. It's like, you know, barely even drawing anything on it. So, and then when I do drive it, nothing's being given off. So, yeah, it does use a little bit of carbon, if you will, or coal, if you will. Um, But my (laughs) argument is, okay, like my neighbor, he's like, he used to watch some videos. He used to get really frustrated. Oh, these guys think just because they drive around an electric car that it has no, it doesn't use anything. You know, what about to build it? Well, my argument is like, okay, but you have a truck. Trolls are here. 420. <laughs> the guy's uh, name no, is 420. The guy 420 Alien says trolls are here. Um, 420 Alien. I think it was like 70 grand for this thing. Uh, 6.7 Cummings diesel in it. Um, I said, what do you think it costs to put that thing together? That's funny. Full frame. My electric car is probably, he could probably take Can three Chris times the steel in that truck. At least that, if not more. Uh, and probably make about, you know, maybe four or five of my cars. So it's like, yeah, so how much emissions is What's that plant giving about? off to make your vehicle? So how is yours any better? So, yeah. you know, and mine's so much smaller to make and design. I can't hear that, this guy anymore. You know, and it's hot. Yeah, he's... All right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, he just says nothing. Let's I mean, leave he him managed, alone. He, he knows the art of speaking and saying nothing. You're the, the guy time. with the gun. But, uh, yeah, the other video we were watching is... Uh, and we watched... Uh, did you guys see the Mars video we watched yesterday? Should I show you that real quick? Just so I believe he started reading all the chat in the flutter because oh no, what he said uh, he's he's with the mouth mouth open oh, and no, he is like thirty seconds totally quiet looking at monitor. <laughs> now <laughs> I lost <laughs> it and he's still he's still completely on, in silence uh, contemplating the chat. <laughs> oh yeah, I see him. That's great. Uh, you He's need like, to be patient, What's man. Going on here. Patience, pay. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> yeah, read it. Yeah, read it. Everybody. He's reading. He's reading. He's reading it. Is he trying to delete everybody? Let me see. I, oh, he's deleting. He deleted you, Iru. No, oh, man. Iru's gone. <laughs> Did he? He's going through and he's trying to delete us. Yeah, yeah. He one minute completely <laughs> in silence. <laughs> Uh, Somebody said, if the uh, Earth is flat, how does water stay on the planet? <laughs> Wait, what? Mom, I'm not sure you mean by that. Uh, Kiki Lavelle. I guess it's Level Lavelle. Uh, why no photos of Earth from Mars rover, you think? There are. Look them up. There are. You can actually see You can see uh, the moon from, I start from making uh, the Mars. Movies. All right. You, you can see talk that. About it? <laughs> oh, it's definitely there. It's definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny time for this Friday, man. That's My channel thing. was deleted. Did I make you feel a little better? Yeah, right now yeah, I feel a little better. He's just no, but the, the guy's oh. completely changed his uh, vibration. 
Karen message retracted. Yeah, I did a typo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, we've dumbfounded him. Flat Earth people, stop uh, spamming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Adam says, Jean is in the house. <laughs> He's just reading everything. <laughs> like the one chat that's in there that's not from us. Is like, mm-hmm. The mouse, the, 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 the face expression is... It's funny, this face right here. <laughs> Duranism. Hey there. Mazda not real. Wake up. Yeah, we're getting this influx of flat earth weirdos in here, yes. guys. That's okay. I'm actually yeah. I'm dying here. I'm just like literally dying. Okay. Oh, I think it's funny. No, he wake up. Smart up. <laughs> now he's seeing it. <laughs> Mars Dynism. is flat too, yet we can see it round. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> oh my god, what do these people come out of? <laughs> <laughs> We've wrecked this whole day now. Yeah. I'm going to bring up something for you here real quick. And we can have fun with this one too. Where do we go? Here. Find this. Everything's so slow now. What uh, do we do? Oh, oh good. That's better. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. People are still spamming him. Prove your ball and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> bubbles in space. Nice. Research bubbles in space. <laughs> he asked to us to uh, study science. Oh, we have to study science? Yes, he said that we have the our brain is flat and we need to study science. Okay. Let's get on that, guys. We're gonna start uh, studying science. So this is what I was showing yesterday. Bring this up there. Mount Sarp, also known as Elus Mons, is a mountain on Mars with a height of eighteen thousand feet. Look at all these photos. I mean, these are supposed. The name of this video is NASA's newly released images of Mars. 2020 but look at these images um i don't know how anybody can believe any of this look at this one do you believe that's from mars no okay uh let's see if we can go to another one do you believe this one's from mars there it is what that one no how about this one that looks, like a, that looks like Photoshop, honestly. They all do. Iru, I, I actually used you again in my, my presentation yesterday. Um, how long would it take you to make an image like this? Or this one? Let's uh, well, the thing is, well, that kind of image, as for example, that one is really easy. I mean, yes. in our days with... Uh, with they have like with, texture uh, texture tools, right? This is just like paper yes. bag texture. Oh, yes. With some and and uh, you, you have, for example, uh, right now, you can take a picture to that wall. This wall. And put, Absolutely. Yeah, Great point. Uh, we should have should have kept it there. Yes. Because a lot of things uh, start for uh, from <clears throat> real pictures. How about like this one? I mean, that's it, just a rock. Yeah. yeah a that's rock a rock on Earth. Yeah. That's rock a rock on Earth. Take a exactly. picture of peeling paint yes. or something like that. 
Uh, how about this one? He, and here, here you can hear me. This, by the way, this video was released July fifth. Already has one point one million views. Was the interior material of the sand body, and it's just this guy. First of all, I was making a joke about it yesterday. He puts his own channel name over the Mars pictures as if they're copyrighted by him, which I don't think he understands. That's not what you're supposed to do. Uh, you can't... And remember that uh, Bob was showing the thing with the guy trying to emulate Mars's atmosphere, and says that the 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 stuff on the ground be just like smoke, right? Super fine, and that's definitely not what you see. It's... Yeah, and he's like reading. He's just reading from the NASA press release or something like, "This is fine silt sand from rover feet. Sign fine silt sand is slightly smaller than heavier sand on top. It's like under like... sand grains than on the undisturbed surface." And this way he does the whole video for 30 Every minutes. Every Martian spring, fans of dust are blown out from under the seasonal layer of carbon dioxide ice that forms a polar cap over the winter. What? Gas blowing out from under the ice carries with it. And he just goes on to this whole thing. So, I mean, the whole video is him showing images like, not, what is this one? Oh, it's a pile of dirt on Mars. Who believes it? It's a that? pile of bullshit. I see piles of dirt like that at the mines around here all the time. How about this one? <laughs> What is this one? Uh, he says these are, you know, canyons and valleys, of course. Uh, there's this picture. Uh, this one here, which, I mean, this is the Atacama Desert down in near you, Europe. Yeah. Well, no, now. Could be uh, anything. Now not you, not you. It's too far away from you right now. Uh, Jordan. Like that, right? What? Yeah, Ido was saying like they they're showing as well. They have these terraforming kind of software programs that they can make. Any kind yes, of right. No, right now, man, we have <laughs> so many great uh, software to create um, terrains and yeah, landscape mm -hmm. terrains, uh, close textures. Uh, it's because every we we start a new phase in computer graphic that there are uh, mega scans. Because the industry of the of the, the game industry demands, uh, the, you know, more uh, real uh, scenarios. Mm -hmm. So they develop or not develop. They use they start using a scan a real world scan technology, uh, which is something that only use to like you know scan like laser to to scan you know all buildings and trying to you know put in in, in software like uh, google maps and things like google earth things like that so the thing is that the game industry start demanding that type of quality so they start using that technology they adapted uh, to bring into the game engines so right now everything start from uh, scanning real scenarios, especially in landscape in terms of the goods or, or the forest, which has a, an insane amount of detail and you know the tiny leaves, the tiny branches, the branch, the big branch, and uh, blah 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 blah. So right now, if you type mega scans, for example, and and see uh, the capability of the library that is for not for free, but uh, anyone can access. It's, it's amazing. And the level of quality is bring from real life. So they bring real life things and start, you know, making uh, tiny changes. So you, you cannot recognize any uh, particular place. It's, it's like every everything is a new place all the time. And people think this, yeah, is, like he thinks this is real, these pictures of Mars spinning. But he says, this one is when there was a dust cloud on Mars, and this one's Mars normal. 
<laughs> from yeah, yeah. from the Hubble, he says. Now, can Hubble turn around and look at Earth? No. But it can uh, show you Mars spinning, supposedly. I mean, look at this one. I've never seen an image that looks more fake. What the heck is that? I don't know. He says some ocean valleys and cracks, and this is where rivers used to run, and the water on Mars. And this is a lake around a plateau, and this is the cliff. Uh, <laughs> here's some yeah, the thing, sand the, the, the thing is that they can, you know, photograph and use. Uh, if you if you are looking into, for example, um, uh, Earth pictures, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. simply change the color or you know make yes. some. Uh, Difference. Hey, you find you places know. like this is what you're saying. You find really yeah, yeah, there is geology uh, all over the place. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. I mean, this one. Yeah, here. I I was a buff looking into all kinds of NASA stuff from from the people who believe that there were odd things there. So I I would constantly go back to this one website where I would be, uh, you know, taking that in. This guy who was saying. Now, uh, you can see in this documentary about NASA that the in the images that this guy, the director from the rover programs, has on the screen has a blue sky. Right. So the idea there was that yeah. they, they're hiding life on Mars. Not that that blue sky just says it's on Earth. <laughs> here comes a crazy little uh, dust devil here in a second that they say. Yeah, this is up. one of the ones that, this is an old one that they this have one. a bit. Kinda... Here comes a dust devil. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Staple. Oh, these are these are supposed to be new. This is from 2020, supposedly. Right. That's what they are trying to tell us. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I paste a video from a uh, friend of us. Rusty metal. It looks like rusty metal. This is, <laughs> the Atacama Desert looks just like this. Uh, has rocks just that, like we it. have a blue, a blue background. That one had a blue sky on it too. Yeah, that one that they just showed. This is the, oh, yeah, the, this the, one. the yeah, it's got a blue sky. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, look at beautiful Mars. I've never what seen it. What are they doing? Like they just forget to paint the sky red or something? I don't know what's going on here. And they love to paint the, you know, the shadow of the craft. I mean, that makes it real. Yeah, but look, look at that shadow. The shadow is way too strong. It's just like a shadow we get on the Earth with the, with the sun here. It shouldn't be the same. It should be much dimmer or something. I mean, what like. is going on look here? Look at that, how fake that looks. What is that supposed to be? I mean, what are these things? This is not how these would even look. I mean, what are those? It looks like little plants. Well, that is because it's Mars. Man. Oh, sorry. Plants are there. It looks like even there. something microscopic, even that they might. So use, yeah, what you were talking about. Look at this wall. You would just take a picture of this wall, or you take a picture of these bricks, or take a picture of this brick, and then you could use a little touch-up tool and you can say whatever you want. Yeah, and in fact, if you, if you open, if you open the link that I sent to you and put about from five minutes forward, uh, you're gonna see is that this guy from Mexico that has a flatter channel. In fact, he posts a few things with Dr. Sack, uh, and uh, he show uh, he shows uh, go to five minutes and just leave and with sound or no over. sound? No, no, without sound because okay. he's in Spanish. But gotcha. you can see a difference, uh, or you, you can compare Whoa. picture from Earth and the supposedly pictures from Mars. And look what a lot of people do. I'm looking over here. Thing. Look over here, Mars in 4K. 
This video has 17 million views from a month ago. Mars and uh, okay, from Elder Fox. Right now he's going garbage. They love it. They love their garbage. Yeah. <laughs> right now he's going to start to show different pictures from Earth and supposedly from Mars. And it's the same thing. It's it's just the, the difference. Yeah. It's in the software that they use uh, for, you know, change the hue, saturation, lightness, and maybe add different things. Yeah, overlay, little orange color. Yeah. It's kind of overdone as well when they do it. And the, the magical thing uh, is that they say that for accomplish, accomplish the mission and for, you know, don't have to, don't go beyond what you're capable to do. So the rover, it's only travel like two meters per day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, you can feed, you know, 50 generations. Uh, take forever. This type yeah. Of, yeah, take forever, you know. <laughs> And when they need it, they're gonna say that the, the rovers, lo you know, <laughs> lose control and go to a cliff and break and broke. Devon Island, there it is. Thank you, Jordan Cooper, for the are. super chat. He says, it's obvious you are shilling for big corn chip. That's true, I am. Get your Fritos today. <laughs> Genetically modified, of course, with your copycat accounts. I know, I'm gonna, I have a copycat, I have a copycat account at Twitter, copycat account at uh, uh, Yahoo. Man, I'm just copycat copycatting accounts everywhere. Using my screen name to make Whoop. accounts. How dare you? Yeah, I've seen lots of pictures from. Yeah, well, look at that. Where's that from? You're what he's showing now, from like uh, Denver Island, and that is for yeah. from. Uh, I believe this is from a That's desert. That's all they're doing. That's uh, all they're doing. Yeah, hmm? that is oh, from a desert in. The, I cannot remember the name, but uh, they're. they're and the, and the sad thing is when you see this, he's showing that NASA is there. It's not like we're just making up places on Earth and saying they're probably taking pictures from here. If you look there, that's NASA's there. Yeah, yeah they tell you that it's there so they can yeah. go, well, we've already told you we had a base there. Right. You know, just like they <laughs> film all of the ISS stuff in the underwater pool, and then yeah, they tell you one. it's the practice pool, and they're like, well, we told you we practice in a pool. Mm -hmm. You can't say we filmed so training. That. Right. <laughs> Training girls, because it's just almost like Mars. Just yeah, and Antarctica. They say that the Antarctica is the best place for training because it has the same geology capabilities uh, like Mars, and they say that. So, except, you know, Mars has nine is missing ninety nine percent of the atmosphere. <laughs> well, Karen, you cannot start. You know. Leave something to. Oh, look at Mars there. Pretty. Yeah. Oh, thought we were gonna get closer. Look at that that suit. What is that? What is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> so there you have Mars and Devo Island, and uh... mm, look at that. That is that is very interesting. There. It's the same it's thing. The same. It's the same. Now, again, if you tell a space lover that, they'd say, of course it looks the same. It's a planet, just like we're a planet made of rocks, just like we're made of rocks. Yes. Duh. Duh. What do you think it's going to look like? I saw a black box there. Yeah, that was a black box. We should have paused it. <laughs> Gone through here. Actually, the black box. Oh, wait, this is Earth? Right. Never mind. 
Yeah, no, black box. <laughs> I want to see this one real quick. Mars in 4K. 17 million views. How many subscribers? Wow. Wow. They only have 220,000 subscribers. So, uh, how do they get just Mars in 4K, which means you just, uh, wow. I mean, <laughs> Mars in 4K, but I don't have the monitor to, to see in 4K. Look at this in 4K. So, for me, it's. Oh, the same look at the thing. tracks. Yeah, play it on your 4K TV so you can see high resolution dirt. Yeah. Wow. Opportunity. Rub Al Kali. Rub Al Kali. And then it's going to start swinging this. Okay, yeah, I believe this. Look at that flat horizon. Flat horizon. Look at the stitch in the pictures. Ooh. And so 4K, nice. man. 4K, I You can it. see oh, wait. green. Oh, look at this silver box. This is a silver box. Another silver box. That's have what? they ever shown stars from Mars? Is there a metal dinosaur? I don't think they have. They, I have never seen it. They show a, metal a few times uh, like the analemma seen from Mars, supposedly. I mean, what are the space lovers? They look at this and they're just amazed and impressed and like, oh, I can't wait till, till Elon gets there and makes potatoes. I mean, I can't. I'm gonna scroll down and see the comments in a second, but I can already. What are the comments going to say? So beautiful, so majestic. Let's have some predictions. Yes, yes. I want to be there right yes. now. Yes, so majestic. <laughs> uh, we're we're just a few years away. Uh, so I give amazing. my life to go and <laughs> yeah. never come back. Yeah, and I want to have children. So I I want to have children behind that hill. Yes. Would um, you want to live there? It's just so. It's the you know. dumbest thought or belief I've ever heard anybody. It'd be the equivalent of somebody saying, like, we should go and build encampments and live inside volcanoes. And you'd be like, why would you do that? We can live outside of volcanoes where things are very safe and we can breathe. And they'd be like, no, but we need to go live inside the volcanoes. <laughs> but when, yeah. you have, but when you have things like Greta Thunberg right. saying that they saw the future and the planet is going to explode, you need oh, to really? find another place to go. She said that? She said that, actually? No, but... Close enough. Because the coronavirus came. <laughs> that Stephen Hawking used to say that. He used yeah. to say that yeah. we were going to get destroyed by an asteroid or aliens <laughs> would find us and they would probably be mean and want to destroy us, so... He said we had oh, 100 years, 100 years <laughs> to colonize <laughs> Mars or else we're done. Yeah, no, but that is the that is the slogan of all these guys in the space agencies. They say that we must become a multi-planetary species because our planet is mm -hmm. on risk and we need to, you know, uh, yes. have an, an alternative. If that were true, then wouldn't somebody be on the moon by now with a base here? For example. It yeah. I think. You think. They will. They will. Just, just wait. Around the corner. Can't wait a little longer. Not much longer, though. I got shit to do. <laughs> Can't wait all day for them. Looks very real to me. And right? now, now you I can see the comments. one view to this video, Jeremy. I know. It's just 17 million. I was number 17,893,655. Or 655. Oh, boy. Get your face mask right now. Occupy Mars. <laughs> Come on. That or the little chonies. One or the other. I'm not sure which one. It looks like either way. Uh... Face diaper or little chonies. Uh, let's see, um, they got 4K well, they, on Mars, yeah. but security cameras still running 144p, and so are NASA cameras. Don't lie. Yeah, it's crazy how much Mars just looks like dead Earth. <laughs> uh, I hope when we get to Mars, scientists will recover the lost rovers so they can be honored in a museum. What? Come on, stop it. 
the images speak for themselves. So this is what Earth looks like when destroyed. People, if you thought COVID is bad, wait until we get to Mars and pick up some ancient hibernating viral code. Oh, God. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Too much fantasy. Oh, boy. Imagine <laughs> the interstellar soundtrack on the way to Mars. No, I, will not I see that. flat earthers. I see the flat earther text. Where? Chess 89. What? Two, two, there, 102. Now with the image, the flat earther would say no. that Mars <laughs> is also <laughs> flat. <laughs> This is wow. unbelievable what the human race is capable of is beyond incredible, yet we are so eager to end and destroy ourselves due to political religion and skin differences. So sad. <laughs> you put so energy, did, so, so right, much energy that, uh, in that reading. Yeah. Another myth, right? It's the, incredible the how far we've come in just 100 together. years, from Model T Ford motor cars and stream, steam trains to spaceships going millions of miles to other planets. The discoveries in medicine and television, etc., that is one side of it. The other is the ability to wipe ourselves out, and it's probably more likely than not we are a world, we are with the world of the unrest. Oh my God! Imagine if you believe that. When down there says now, and you showed up with Mars and a beard. <laughs> I tend to make some background music. Sorry, guys. No, it's good. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. All right, we're at three hours. That was a fun show. We we cheered up Iru as much as possible. Oh, he has part two. Oh, now it's an 8K. <laughs> no, it's more Mars and 4K Part 2. Uh, With the same type? Uh, no, no, no. Just 172. Oh, that'd be insane. If he's, uh, it's, and it's probably the same images over and over. But then backwards. <laughs> yeah, just re <laughs> did the video in reverse. Here is so brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, look at that. So nice. And look at, I love this too. Oh man, go back there. This is my favorite. Whenever you see the tracks, I love that just, this just rolled over this rock like nothing, right? Yeah. Later. And <laughs> look at this one. Look at this rock. The rover no, just monstered over, over this rock. Give me a break. <laughs> the rover gets destroyed what is it? immediately. Yeah, what is that? Uh, like it wouldn't, t I mean, come on. It's a monster truck now. Just, it was just <laughs> right over rocks. No big deal. Didn't get the out kick at all. Just right over it. But it did take six weeks to do so, so that's how they'd be able to tell you. It took six weeks to get over it. And practice that <laughs> in the Mars yard. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, okay, okay. Iru, I don't know how else I can cheer you up. Um, no, man, I, that's, I, you know. that this 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 show was fantastic. Thank you so much for. Now I need to go sleep alone, and because Linda is working, so she works like an over overnight shift. She she works overnight because she works helping I don't know how to pronounce in English but he 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 is like an assistant in the not hospital but hmm. some type of uh, institute for people that has uh, problems. It doesn't matter the age. Uh, could be old men or could be uh, young women, but uh, people that. Uh, Decapacitado, how you, how you pronounce that, mm -hmm. Rodrigo? Or uh, like um, handicapped people? Yeah. Okay. People yeah. with disabilities? Okay. Yes, exactly. So some days she works at night. So today and tomorrow is going to be one of those days. So now when I get back to sleep, uh, go back to uh, go to sleep, I'm going to remember that my channel goes go and I make a call to you, Jaren. Okay, call me. We'll talk. Two hours. We'll talk all about yep. it. 
cell phone. Uh, so yeah, please. Again, I know we talked about it at the beginning, but if you could, you know, support the people that you like, the people on the show would be awesome. Uh, even if it's you know a few bucks that you can. And if you can't share the shows, try and put them on your social media. Get other people a chance to see. And if you can't do that, then support the show by watching. And if you can't do that, support the Coach show Lars. in memory and in, in all your <laughs> thoughts. And maybe if you think hard enough about it, um, due to the collective consciousness, it'll actually increase the view count. If you really, if you meditate on it mm -hmm. and you think about it. it <laughs> Three possible. hours meditating about that. Three hours meditate for one view count yeah. upkick. And uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, let's see here if anybody's got anything coming up. Austin's gone. Support him if you like. Uh, Patreon.com slash which it gets it. I think Bob left. Bob, gone? Yeah, Bob yes. left. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Globusters Sunday, 12 noon Pacific. That's on DLive, Globusters hyphen, DLive.tv slash Globusters hyphen FE. And we'll also be simulcast on my channel, dlive.tv slash Jaronism. So be there for that as well. Uh, let's see here. Iru, go ahead and tell people where they can find you for now. And uh, definitely we know they can support you. And also, hopefully, do we get your channel up to 1,000? I don't know. Let's try and rewrite. I doubt it. People weren't. No, I doubt it too. But Maybe all the people listening so are already listening. We're A81. That's right. We'll keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's That was a, 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 a nice kick. A that's nice good. kick. You Little can find kick. me, he, of course, for English people, MPT for all is going it's the, the my English channel. So I'm going to be uploading after maybe you make a revision of my subtitles so I don't uh, fail again. I'm going to be uploading uh, the next uh, nine chapters of this series. I hope anyone like it. And uh, then wait. I reopened uh, my Spanish channel, which is just Nur uh, para Todos in Spanish. And I'm so gonna they let, to oh, yeah, you can do that. the channel, same name, right? Yes, I, 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 I did that because I was, uh, oh, I, sorry, I'm going to reset myself. Start over, start over. <laughs> I opened a new channel three months ago when I received the first strike and they suspend my channel. So I call that channel Nur Para Todos uh, TV. TV. Right. So now TV. when they close my original channel, uh, they give me the opportunity. Uh, no, they don't give me nothing. I enter to Nur Para Todos TV and I delete the TV letters. So it's just Nur Para Todos and you can find it. Uh, it's with a different logo, of course. It's a different logo. It's a blue with white uh, color logo. But I have 4,000 uh, subscribers already because I have from the past, from those three months in the past when I opened. And nothing, I'm going to start doing uh, again. I uh, Fortunately, I have my own backup uh, for my Spanish channel. I also have the link that you show at the beginning of the show. I have the library, which is like a backup channel. So I'm going to start uploading all the videos again and wait a little bit to do my streams, uh, my live streams uh, for, you know, you need to wait like one month uh, to the people to get back and, right, and notice that you are gone and trying to find you again. Of course, the sad part is that I was uh, with eight, 87,000 subscribers right. and that is going to take up like a year to... Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be hard that part. 
So thank you so much for the Patreon uh, people and, and for the English supporters. Oh, and Jersey Bob, thank you so much for the super sticker with the rocket flying around, blasting off. Thank you. That's awesome. Tor Rasmussen, thank you also. He says, Iru, heart. Uh, and thank you for putting words to our thoughts. God bless you all. And Matthew Woodburn said, oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, but definitely sub. I see Karen dropping it in the chat there. Um, <laughs> Blue Bottom at Jeremism. Banned from Mars Anomalies. Might as well hang myself now. Yes. Yeah, your life is over now. If you can't watch Mars Anomalies, what are you going to do with your life? I don't know. So appreciate everybody watching, and uh, let's go with uh, Rodrigo. Now, Rodrigo has sent me Space Crack episode or volume two. I started perusing it before the show. I think it's awesome. Again, uh, too much information. Again, I know I tell Rodrigo that all the time. But I think if I were you, and I'm just uh, who am I to give advice, but I would make that like a monthly thing where your, your patrons or whoever get it, uh, you know, on the first of every month or something and maybe keep it a little short so you can get it done in a month. Uh, it's a lot mm -hmm. to read. I want to go through it, but we'll have a show on my channel where we will highlight some sections of it and um, show off show it off a little bit. But I think it's mm -hmm. awesome. So I know Thank I forgot. You, yeah, to... there, there's quite a lot of stuff in there. I totally understand what you mean and i was even planning to add more and then i was like okay no uh, let's stop leave that to... <laughs> yeah it's good because there's other stuff there's more even space focused than than itch but right. yeah <laughs> but i think you know it yeah. could be half as long and it would still be worth ever as much you know i think it's a great idea and uh i enjoy i just picked a random page from the from the index and started reading and again i was i felt captivated i wanted to read more it's something that there's not enough of out there where else can you get that kind of content you can't so anyway what i was going to suggest and i'll suggest it live and you're welcome to turn it down if you want but i know you give it out to your subscribers i'm sorry to your patrons right and yeah. maybe if we do it on my show what i would like to do just for this ep just for this edition number two right not for number three mm -hmm. but maybe we can give it out to my patrons as well and yeah, of course. Okay, so that'd be cool because then my patrons can get it and they can read it. And then if they really like it and want to get volume three, then maybe that will add more patrons to your. Uh, yeah, Patreon. we'll be moving probably to my website for memberships there. Okay. Uh, when when we when we get that that finish in, yeah. Today today was my birthday, so that was a cool what birthday stream. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, like birthday. I almost forgot. Hey, happy birthday, man! <laughs> happy reincarnation. Not not forty, yeah. are you? Are you forty? No, I'm 43. Oh, 43. Oh, okay. I thought you were younger. Right. Oh, that's right. You're the same age as me. Yeah, we're 77. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Karen. All right. Well, cool. So one, day, uh, pretty soon, uh, you know, we'll have we'll show the Space Crack Volume Two. If you, uh, you know, Volume One was awesome. Volume Two looks amazing. It just looks so packed, full of information. So. We could never get I'll send you the team. very final one because the cover is not finished and the index not because that's one of the things I thought it was cool to learn how to use the to make the index. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because you can you can you can not the first the table of contents but the index in the back. Right where somebody uh, clicks. So I like I saw you know I went to it and it said uh, Werner von Braun and then page sixty two and you click sixty two it goes right to that page. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. I have to still finish it because there's there's more that needs to go there. So yeah, that's really cool kind of feature that that I, ju I just enjoy working with those those things. But yeah, you're right. I think it could it could be divided into more. You're gonna see that there's like uh, the final part if you take a look. That's it's a whole uh, 
uh, analysis of the film of a Monty Python film, uh -huh. uh, and I created some art. I I basically cut from the film the animations. I created some original art out of it, and yeah, there's there's some 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 things that could be maybe it's a good idea to keep doing because that's that's my plan to do more analysis of films because I collected so much information, and it's also good to yeah it it just like you're saying when you when you start thinking about it and, and trying to find ways of saying it, it does do something, you know, it, it is, it is interesting, to say the least, you know, that, that you, well, it, it's just to think through problems. That, and it's something you know, a lot that, of people, you're not going to find somewhere else. I mean, I'll say that over and over again. There's just not somebody writing about the stuff that we talk about. And I, and for good reason, right? I'm not a great writer. I actually had thought about doing a book and I sat down and I just had a problem with I would write and then I would correct it and I would go back and I would correct it and it just seemed like a constant like I'll never get through this because I'm, I'm just not a writer I mean, you know, for someone just to sit down and write who's not a writer is difficult for somebody like you who is it's clear that you've written in the past that you had to write for your education or for your job or for whatever you can tell you're a writer so it comes across as uh, a good read and it's along the subject lines that we look for it's hard to find usually when we're reading things it's from the things that we go against, right? I mean, that's what a lot of I read is, is, is some of the mm. stuff that I just don't necessarily exactly. agree with. Like the other, the other side. Right. right. I mean, there's just not, there's nothing for me to read that's on our point of view uh, or mm -hmm. our side. Yeah, so there's, there's some know. stuff there, you know, that's meant to be self-reflexive on the community. Some of the traps that we've been, you know, and some, for instance, I even question, there's uh, something called slogan boxing. Where I'm, I'm even looking into that the notion, you know, truth uh, was a belief is the enemy of knowing, you know that that phrase, and I'm kind of looking into that in many ways. I'm turning it around over its head to to get to the bottom of it, and basically I kind of show that it's it's not a logical statement in a way, uh, even that one, but for for different reasons. So that that's the kind of thing that's kind of self-reflexive on on. On to say, you know, this is some of the limits of our thinking. And right. when we use some of these slogans, for instance, like what are we trying to do with these slogans? You know, they have, they are effective in some ways, but they're slogans on the other hand. So, you know, even that kind of question for me is interesting. I don't know, but, you know, it may not appeal to everyone. Uh, and some things might appeal more um, to, to some than others. So it's interesting. I would love to hear feedback from it so thank you so much for for taking the time to take a look into it yeah we'll um, yeah for sure so that'll be coming up soon and karen what do you got coming up anything going on um yes actually this sunday i got another bitches brew stream uh should be i think on uh jen's channel which is the truth seeker 69 <clears throat> and then tuesdays i do strange world with mark Sargent. And Thursday's unveiling this realm with Brian. And that'll be on D Live for now, or? Well, I I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we do. We'll find I it. Can, we do have D Live channels to stream on, mm -hmm. uh, and it looks like I can still stream on my channel. Oh, I thought you got a strike. I did. I got a. It was for a copyright. It was from when we were playing videos of those people making those horrible horrible uh propaganda videos about putting masks on children oh, right and we were just showing how horrible they were and one of them gave us a copyright strike and had our video taken down hmm. Great. 
I guess they didn't like us calling them heathens. <laughs> no, I didn't like that much. <laughs> Telling them that they were, you know, abusing children. So. All right. And uh, I'll release the chest in a minute for the. I know D Live is probably waiting for that. I'm not. Yeah. And for me coming up, I know next Wednesday, just for those keeping track, uh, if you don't know, who, Jason Goodman, um, who is a great guy, you know, does a lot of street work in New York and is friends with David, but has never looked into Flat Earth, says he's open to have a conversation about it. So David Rose and myself will be talking to Jason Goodman on my channel on Wednesday. That is the, at least the rumor. So we'll let you know about that. Again, we have Globusters Sunday, 12 noon Pacific. Uh, the great thing about Globusters is Bob is keeping it very Flat Earth centric and uh, Flat Earth related. So people have been enjoying that. And then for my patrons, if you're listening, uh, hopefully, uh, and I don't know how many of my patrons are listening right now live, but Sunday after Globusters, I'm going to do a patrons only uh, kind of hangout where I'll put the link into Patreon. You guys will get it about an hour before. And then I'll let people come on kind of like I do on the Thursday show. I'll give you the link to StreamYard and people can jump on and we'll just have a good conversation for a few hours after Globusters on Sunday. So keep an eye out for that for my patrons. It'll be a fun a little Sunday evening, a uh, couple hours. So we'll be doing that. And again, then back to Monday, we'll have Jaren's and Monday Night Raw, the one and only ad-free experience on Truth Frequency Radio, or you can watch it on my other YouTube channel, Jaronism Raw. And then we start all over again and have another fun week next week. So any final words, anybody? Are we all good? Um, I also almost forgot most important oh, thing. Yeah, tell Flat about your most important thing. Yes, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so go to flattoberfest.com. I put the website in the chat, and it's just been updated. So there's more information about who's going to be there. And uh, so, yeah, keep going back as I keep updating it. It's gonna be fun. You can get tickets. Be with mask. No mask. No mask allowed. No. Required. None allowed. You are so Did you tell? But I don't know. Did he, does Iru know it's in a Masonic temple? Yeah. 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 I, I heard that. <laughs> like a Brazilian, <laughs> like like Brazilians uh, conference. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. Exactly. But you know what? The, I went there yesterday to talk to the woman who runs it, and she was super cool about it, and she's got the same attitude about this whole COVID crap that we do, actually. And she's very open-minded to Flat Earth, and she has actually family members who are Flat Earth. And she told me that um, that no masks would be required, it'd be fine, and that them if any but if anything did happen like if we were if the, if anybody did complain about it or whatever that we would get uh called and tipped off beforehand because all the cops and the judges and everybody are masons <laughs> she, oh, I don't <laughs> she said well we'll know ahead of time anyway we'll have fun don't worry and i was like sweet <laughs> oh that's awesome oh god oh, i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing oh boy do we need to get into that? that's a whole nother show let's start a new show yeah. <laughs> let's start a new show and get rob skiba here to talk about no um <laughs> thank you everybody in the d live i just released the chest hopefully you guys got something good uh dr kaufman and marty that was a great show i, I mentioned earlier you guys got to check that out uh you know what do we have dollar vigilante did a good show today the app video today was good on tides so there's all kinds of good stuff going around you just have to know where to find it uh, but i appreciate everybody so much and again check us out for sure on Sunday for Globusters. If you're a patron, keep an eye on Patreon and I'll be releasing the link there. And if you can't make it, it's all right. It'll be on my website for you to review. But if you want to be a part of it and talk to me, 
uh, then be there on Sunday evening. My guess is with the uh, about three p- probably about five p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, uh, a few hours after Globusters. Give me time to eat, and then we'll get started on that. All right, guys, it's been fun. Any final words? Are we good? Good. All no, right. Good. Sounds good. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, I remind you to do your own research because when you do, you'll never again believe all the bullshit you've been taught. Till next time, this has been Jaronism. Peace. 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 Good weekend. Thank you.